Hello, hey, ha, um, welcome to Something Wicked Podcast, um, live, yeah. Yeah, this is, this is our first live recording, we're just going out with, uh, we're just, we're just full tilt, running right into this thing. Yeah. Uh, this is actually, this is actually an emergency episode, I called this, I, I called this at work, <laughs> I was like, we have to do it right now, tonight, because there's, there's been some pretty big developments about a thing I was pretty hyped about, and uh, right, we'll, we'll get into that later. Let's start with the admin, the administrative stuff first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I guess starting off real quick, because um, <laughs> as it's still going on now, uh, Corona update. We'll, we'll do that right now, just to see where we are, like at home. Uh, so mm-hmm. hey, Ryan, how's the the virus treating you? How how's the quarantine? Still working. Doing, still working. That, that's good. Still that's doing my job. Uh, <laughs> I can't get a fucking haircut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's been on my mind and and uh, uh, mind too. He 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 is bugging me about like his hair. He, he's been complaining so much about his haircut because if you. I don't know if you've ever seen like Jess's haircut, Ryan. Um, he's I, I've I've seen his, I've seen his hair, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, on Parkmon, like Snapchat, uh, uh, he is growing it out like well since like the high school stuff like that. But he still needs like a little bit of shape ups and stuff like that. Uh, I'm not exactly there. I, I was growing out my hair like one summer, but I like every time I grow, grow out my hair. I just immediately just check it out, and I just uh, immediately just uh, cut it all off. It's complete baldness. I I don't know why. I just I, I just don't feel like at some point where it's like it's not manageable. Like I want to eventually get like dreads down the line. Like mm-hmm. I, I I've always like thought about doing dreads for the, a while. I just you know. It, I don't know. One, I don't. Um, it just seems like everyone's doing dreads now. So. It, it, oh yeah, no. I thought I thought about it for two seconds today when I fucking watched a, a Shakewell video. I was like, yeah, that dude looks pretty pretty neat with dreads. And then I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it's kind of weird. Uh, I've seen like a lot of white people do dreads. Themselves. White and, people with dreads is is a no no. I don't know. I don't know, man. I just I, I don't like it. Yeah. It doesn't work. I don't care for it. It just doesn't look stylish to me. But I don't. I'm not the kind of person that thinks that it has been a cultural state. I don't. I don't think it's a very cultural thing. Dreadlocks. I don't know. I, uh, but like, I just like looking at dreadlocks because they're like really cool looking. Period. But or I'm trying to my girlfriend. I, to, I'm trying to convince my girlfriend to grow dreads. She won't do it. <laughs> right. <I'm pissed. laughs> But, uh, nah, yeah. Right, uh, right now, your boy's rocking that 80s lesbian mom haircut. And it what? is wonderful. <laughs> What's wrong with the Ellen look? Yeah, I, I look I look like <laughs> one of BJ Blazkowicz's retarded daughters from that new fucking Wolfenstein game, man. Oh. <laughs> I mean, look. They're, they're cool. They're no, they're cool. not. They're the opposite of cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, 
it, uh, pretty much for, for quarantine, we, it's, one, I, I, uh, I, obviously I got laid off like everyone else from the jobs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, how's that, how's that treating you? You doing all right? And, at, at first, uh, I was a little bit worried because not a lot of income was coming in. Um, but, uh, like, I ended up filing, filing for unemployment. And then, nice, yeah, nice. So it, you're doing the sensible thing. Yeah, it, it took a while because once you try to uh, file for unemployment, it is really hard to get it. Like, it, oh, dude, totally. I had to do it at one point. And it was just, well, it was fucking. Yeah, no, you know. Right. Yeah. Like, it, it took so long um, to the point. Like, I, I would get up every morning. I would call them at like 30 minutes before they open. And then they, they would immediately go to hang up. And then uh, I would talk to somebody else who's also uh, filing for unemployment. And they they got really pissed, like almost punched the wall. Almost. And I'm like, yeah, I'm trying not to lose my shit like this person. But it's kind of like I, I had to hang it. Then eventually uh, I was able to talk to somebody. And looks like I made a mistake on the thing. And I accidentally switched like when I quit. Uh, this certain job, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Oh, it's no problem, just correct it." Yeah, now I um, get paid, uh, uh, or money's coming through for weeks and stuff like that, so I should be good. So I don't have to leave my house unless I like groceries, or if I just want to go for a walk, that's fine. And yeah, that's been the quarantine so far. Um, other than that, it's just it's so boring. It is so very boring. And Isolation is horrible. <laughs> like, I, I never realized how much I go out on a daily basis until I stop and not able to go out. So, yeah, that it's it's really crazy. Um, That's happening. It's happening to me where I got like I got hiking trails now right outside my uh, my area, and I can't even go to them because the state doesn't shut them down. So. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying, uh, like, the weather's nice for once, and I'm trying to get out and be active, but I just can't do it. Right. Yeah, it's very hard. Like, as soon as gyms close down, it is just, I feel sluggish now. I I used to, like, uh, go back to, like, working out and everything like that. All of a sudden, I don't even feel like getting out of my bed or going outside my room anymore. But luckily, um... One of the good things about this is, oh, well, shit was dropping in the back. So, um, <laughs> uh, one of the good things about, like, uh, this, uh, quarantine so far is, um, one, I have a roommate, um, who I've been friends with long enough to keep me a little bit sane. Um, two, uh, one of our friends, like, before he, um, like, he had to leave his apartment because his, uh, one of his friends works in a hospital. Mm-hmm that so you know kind of want to lower the risk of getting it so he asked hey my we uh might i uh stay at uh your guys place for three weeks and uh Mm -hmm. we're like yeah sure why not just you know help with like uh uh essential things such as electric and water that will be will be gucci um and yeah it's been pretty good so far Uh, um we've been having fun, um, we've been talking, we've been watching movies and stuff like that, 
um, documentaries, which I'll get into later. Um, and we also started playing Monopoly for the first time in a long time. Oh, man. How many friendships have broken over that? Well, Ryan, <laughs> we got into sort of a little kerfuffle. Um, oh, was that the was that the thing I was seeing on Snap where you were fucking blowing up at somebody? Or? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so it, it it starts off, um, hey, um, hey, let's play um, uh, Monopoly Avengers uh, version. There's like a hundred versions of Monopoly now. There's like. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Fortnite was the last one I seen. Fucking Fortnite so. Monopoly, I gotta get that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do the, the Fortnite dance while you take people's money. That'd be nice. <laughs> um, and then it, it go, goes, uh, yeah, we end up calling uh, another friend of ours who lives not too far. Um, he's pretty cool, dude. Uh, we we um, end up. Uh, getting everything together we started playing for what seemed like hours uh it was like an hour it was two hours actually with the monopoly because monopoly can go on forever like mm -hmm. as long as people are stubborn or just that uh, or like very dedicated to winning it can go on as long as people can want it to go so yeah it, <laughs> and then uh uh so eventually it got to the point where one of our friends like okay this is going going to seem like it's not going to end, so I'm just going to quit here. I don't give all my cards, all my money, to this person over here. And I feel like he, because, <laughs> yeah, he, he was hot, he had, like, a lot of cards, a lot of money on his side. He, he was doing good in the game and stuff like that. And he was just a bank uh, banker. Bankers don't do very well in that game. And we're, like, surprised that he did so well. And so, uh, -huh. uh what we end up uh, doing was, uh, Eventually, I got tired. I'm like, okay, there's no way of me winning this. I'm going to eventually just give uh, my cards and money to the same person as well. So they can uh, beat um, the other friend, uh, Justice. Let, let's say. I won't say the other friend's name because blowing up his name will probably end up... Because what happens next will end up probably not being able to drop his name. So, Incriminating him. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, the... End up, um, eventually the other person, they, they had to uh, go to work, uh, uh, the next day, which is understandable. Um, and he, he got tired of the game, so he's like, okay, uh, you know what? I'm a, uh, let's rock, paper, scissors in this game. And it was so, it, it, you know what's bullshit about, uh, uh, it ending up rock, paper, scissors? Because we all knew that Justice is really good at rock, paper, scissors. Like, that's too like good. a thing you shouldn't be able to be good at. I don't. I, I know. I know. We've we tested it out many times before, and he he made it into like a almost an algorithm. Like he he, he knows us way too well to pretty He's much rain manning his way through rock paper scissors. Yeah, <laughs> which is why when we moved into our apartment, I didn't want to play him rock paper scissors because I knew he would um eventually get the big room if we played that. So I, I did, hey, let's flip a coin. I always win at flipping a coin. Every time I uh, flip a coin competitively, always lands on heads. I, I used to do tails, but then I realized that didn't work for me, so I started doing heads. Always win. So, <laughs> um, 
we eventually got to the point which, um, yeah, so that, that's what I was saying before. Um, we, uh, they did rock, paper, scissors, obviously, just as one, because he knew the other person. And then, <laughs> so, technically, in quotations, he won. Um, so, we come to find out, we do the math. Why was the other friend had so so much money on his hand? Turns out. <laughs> turns out. Yeah, this is all starting to click into place. I'm remembering this. Turns out, Ryan, when you, if you're not really good at math, you'll eventually try to pull a fast one on people, right? You'll do transactions in a way in which you pull from the bank, and then mm-hmm. you uh, use that as your money, and people won't even look because they're too much, they're too busy paying attention to the game. And that's what he did throughout the whole game. And then sometimes uh-huh. he wouldn't put down the right amount of stuff like that. And sometimes we would have to correct them and stuff like that. We didn't notice he was doing the strategy throughout the whole game. So he would, like, lose no money, but the bank would pay for everything. Oh, no. And so we're like, oh, so he fucking cheated throughout the whole game. And so that's why he was running, or either that, or he just didn't know math well. And like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and, and then, eventually, you know, me and the other friend were like, well, then that makes the game non-void. So that means no one wins. And he just won a game that was cheated. And then, uh, eventually, uh, it led to an argument where Justice wanted to say claim that he won, even though uh, we said he didn't. And so, well, like... yeah, runner-up. Yeah, yeah. And then... Uh, it turned to us. It turned to talk of like, oh, you're just babies, just crying and stuff like that. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> and so, like, every time we bring up Monopoly, it turns into a big argument. And so, that would be the last time we were playing Monopoly here uh, for a while. <laughs> I, <laughs> like, next time we play Monopoly, it will probably end up in just a screaming match. So, yeah. so the Caleb house is no longer a Monopoly house. It, yeah. it, it, it even turned into, um, it it kind of built up with Scrabble, too. We played Scrabble uh, here and there. And See, Scrabble, Scrabble is those bullshit that means you can immediately discern whether or not somebody's lying through their teeth. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or eventually you find out that other people are just really, don't know how to spell. Like me. <laughs> <laughs> Making shit up. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. That... I swear to you, Your Honor, thought is a real word. <laughs> it is spelled that way. Right. Did you know that Oreo is not a word? Because like, okay. I, I did. Yes, it is. That's horse shit. I don't <laughs> count that. According to Scrabble rules, Oreo is definitely not a, a word. Scrabble rules are for little kids <laughs> and the mentally disabled. And then we had to, like, rule out that Urban Dictionary does not count because it's Urban Dictionary. Okay, and Urban Dictionary doesn't count, but, like, meme meme words, I feel, can be, con- can, you know, convened upon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like uh, Words like swole and, um, uh, you know, all those other words that I can't think of now that I've decided to start listing them. Right. And, and because, like, me... Uh, no, not me. Uh, Justice and our other friend are so competitive. They were dedicated to playing that to like um, 
after midnight. Yeah, I got oh, up like a little bit at like two in the morning, and they're just like still playing it. I'm like, don't you two have to go to work? <laughs> and they're like, no, we're not doing this until we're, we're not going to work until we get this done. I'm like, okay, well, good night. <laughs> and so yeah, that that they ended up finishing on. Uh, I think the word that they stopped on was. Uh, it's swooed. It was kind of swooed. I think it was swooed. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> so um, yeah, uh, if yeah, that was our playing of games during this quarantine time, and uh, we stopped doing games like that because eventually it turned to a switch. So yeah, we'll not be playing Monopoly again. Ten out of zero out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, that's it for quarantine for me. Any other thing that happened, of course, probably cool for, like, more of this, the podcast. So. Yeah. All right. So I want to get this out of the way right before because my sister's out of the house and I can talk about this freely without pissing her off and spoiling the game. Yeah. Uh, the Last of Us 2's entire plot leaked today. Um, disgruntled employee, as it so often happens, was tired of crunch. Um, time at Naughty Dog Studios and was probably tired of being, you know, pushed around by a bunch of idiots who don't know what they're doing. Uh, right. And decided to take to, I don't know where it originated from, probably 4chan, and uh, air basically what is the entire plot of this long-awaited video game. And, uh, well, in, in summary, because it, it, so many words can be said about this, but in summary, Shit's fucked. Yeah, you you told me a little bit like uh, uh, about I, you I did not like it. You, you, I you said well, it's dog shit. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. All yeah. I said to you. <laughs> and, and I'm like, wow, like you were like in there more than I was. Like you, you were definitely in there. You were like creating the, like characters um, based on the world that you. you oh were, no, that game. That game had a large impact on my life. Like, it's one of those games that I, you know, I still, I, I ruminate about to this day. It's a, it's a game that had, like, a really deep impact on me. Uh. Like, the world, the storytelling was great, the characters are amazing, and I'll get to why I cannot fucking stand the second game because of the characters. But, uh, let's just, let's just go down my notes here. So, obviously, we're gonna, spoiler alert, this portion of the podcast, uh, Mute us, turn us off, switch to the next time. Uh, we'll timestamp it on YouTube, probably. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, for people who are live, like, just come back in like uh, ten minutes. Uh, give me like forty-five minutes. Forty-five <laughs> minutes. Oh. <laughs> 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 I'm looking it... at my I'm looking at my notes here, guys, and I'm not. Oh, that's a little hyperbolic. Maybe like twenty. Yeah, yeah. I'll like, catch the tail yeah. end of it. Twenty twenty minutes. Come back if you don't want spoilers of this game. Uh. Um, and then, yeah, um, uh, thank you, come, come again. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, let's set the scene. It's the ending of The Last of Us 1. Joel is running through the hospital, killing everybody in his path. He doesn't have armor, he doesn't have any, you know, much ammunition, and he's trying to save Ellie, who is being operated on in a surgery theater in this hospital. You bust through a door, and you come to three surgeons, or yeah, a couple surgeons. You have no choice but to kill them. You literally cannot progress the game unless you kill them. 
So you do. You kill these surgeons, you grab Ellie, you go. The very last frame of the game, or the very last scene, is of the two characters, Joel and Ellie, standing on a, a cliff somewhere out in Wyoming. Joel, knowing full damn well that he lied to that girl to get her to agree with to stay with him, tells her that she was not the only person who was immune. That there were many more like her in that hospital, and that he just took her while she was unconscious. This lie never comes up in the second game. Hmm... Really? <laughs> what? It never comes up. No, that's gotta be an important part! That no. Yeah, okay, so now we're, we're on the fucking bullshit train, choo-choo. Let me read my notes. Okay. Okay. One of the daughters get, get. of the surgeon... That, uh, okay. What? No, 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 no. I, I'm just... Oh. I, I'm trying to really collect myself, because that just... That was a bombshell that I wasn't ready for. <laughs> like... <laughs> oh, man. Okay, yeah. Keep keep, keep going. Keep going. Dorm, like... Like... Screens of sadness. <laughs> One of the surgeons has a daughter named Abby. That event completely destroyed that person's life. And she vows revenge on the people who did it. I'm going to have to speak in very vague terms right now. Uh, so she goes out to find the people who did that. And comes across uh, our characters as they're going through our, their story. And uh, protagonist number one, uh, whom you start the game as, is unceremoniously beaten to death. Ah. See, yeah. By a transvestite with a golf club. Oh, right. Yeah. So, you, the, the lines are starting to click together, aren't they? Yeah. The trailers and stuff, everything's coming together. Yeah, that, that's... I'm going to be really quick about this, because... <laughs> like I said, I can't... I don't want to fuck it up for, like, you know, my housemates. But, uh, after that, guess who you play the rest of the game as? Uh, I would guess... Ellie? No. No? What? Golf club tranny. Oh, okay, but what about Ellie? Bad guy. No! Are you Are you now starting- are the synapses in your brain firing? And is everything in you screaming that you just really shouldn't have been hiding? Okay, 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 okay. Here's what I can understand. Okay, you're playing as two different characters. I, I can understand. I can definitely. Uh, yes. Okay, I can understand where it can be two sides of the coin. Like, both factions think they're right. Absolutely. That's an interesting plot hook. And in fact, that's how most real conflicts happen, is everybody thinks that they're the good guy until, you know, everything's said and done and everybody's dead. Thank you. Right. I, I I think um I don't know what game. I, I think it was like a uh, prototype uh that that one action game from uh, yeah I know a what decade you're talking ago. about uh, that that one like did that same thing and, and like uh, you're playing as the good guy and the bad guy and both are using like very evil mutant powers and you're you're just determining who's right in the picture like that and both are mm, uh -huh. both are mainly wrong but yeah uh, but 
Yeah, besides that, but that that seems like a usual game thing. It, it, they did that for Halo, too. Like, uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Smart Halo Lock had you playing as the bad guy. Yeah. Like, this is like if The Walking Dead, at the point of Glenn being beaten to death by Negan, had now become the Negan show. Okay. Which, I guess, I haven't been paying much attention, but apparently it has, so there's precedent for type, and there are things like this. Right, right. Uh, but a anyways, like, keep going, because, yeah, no, uh, that one just, like, just shook me a little bit, so, um. It was, I think it was, I think it reminds me of the fucking ending of, uh, season eight of Game of Thrones, honestly. Yeah, 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 because, uh, Danny, like, people were just expecting her to do the right thing, stuff like that, and then all of a sudden, just moral change just met for no reason no no build up no like reason why and like that just made the show just downright terrible like after that like all everything people were building up for just destroyed in a fell swoop like just for one episode that, mm. it, i i didn't i don't want this to be a trend for other shows or other medias it's going to be because everybody's competing now. My ending's crazier than yours. It's not about craziness. It's supposed to... It's like the hero's journey. Like, you're supposed to tell something, like, from beginning to end and follow, like, that sort of, like, formula of storytelling. If you can't do that and you always need to do the plot twist route of things, there's no fun in that. Even, like, uh, Marvel's been able to do that sort of formula and, and do it to a T. That's why they're doing so good is because people never mm -hmm. heard of these stories. So, yeah, no. It, it's crazy that they're going that route. I've basically explained to you everything. I had to cut it short, but... Right, no. Even the basic things like Fallout. Fallout does that shit where it just... Whatever uh, ending you want with the character, you can have. Stuff like that. But... And that's the, that's the thing that still hurts me as a, as a person, is like, I wanted a better end, I guess. Right, right. But, and, yeah, no, that, that sucks for something like this. It, it's almost like, uh, say, uh, what's a really, like, terrible, like, if Spider-Man just suddenly decided to become, like, uh, the new Thanos. It would make no sense. Oh, it's no, thing. it's not It's not like that. It's more like, like... Like we said earlier, everybody thinks they're the good guy. Okay. So that's what's going on. Is okay. you now jump to this new perspective and okay. you think that that person's the bad guy. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. You as the player don't, but the player character that you're playing as does. And that's where the... The, the, the cognitive dissonance sort of comes in, because I'm not going to be able to think that. True. Like, never in a million years are you going to be able to convince me that these people are bad people. She could have easily ended up like, uh, what, Clementine in the the second to last, like, uh, Walking Dead game. Uh, what, what she became was just, she became really hard, and she stopped putting her trust in a lot of people. And you can definitely see why, because she's We've been in her shoes. We've been with, we know where she's been, uh, and why would she ever like put her trust in another character? Um, and but then you as the player have to work your way of making 
her go back to her original morality where she can trust people and use that to protect people going on. And I can definitely see that for this because it's it's pretty much same character. Like um, old man character raises little girl character in a post-apocalyptic world and teach them about morality and how to survive. Why? And in, in this case, they tried to go left while uh, Walking Dead is going right. Like, I don't know how that last one ends, but uh, I'm going to find out uh, during this whole thing. But um, still, though, there's like, it, it, it shouldn't go that route of like, uh, oh, she's just definitely evil. But, and uh, I don't know. But, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yay! Don't worry, I'll probably go on about something else. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Right. Okay. Okay. No, you Right. Huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have a very, I have opinions about it, okay. So, yeah, definitely, you can definitely make a scenario in which the character can have some moral questionable things, stuff like that. Especially when she's pretty much been born in a world in which 
there is no one to teach her like the wrong the right hand. Learning that from Joel, especially when he's given up on the world, it's kind of like her morals could go any way. Yeah. But Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is stuff that maybe should have been. Like, that, I don't know. Like, they have time in the world to, like, really think about what they want to take this and stuff like that. Like, I, I don't know. Was it enough? Or, sometimes uh, I can even come to the thought process, like, what, like, if the comparison, comparison is a game to, uh, uh, to Game of Thrones. Like, in the end of Game of Thrones, there these, like, two directors, they were just told, okay, you need to make this look good now, and we need this out now. We can't wait for the books to come out. We can't have, like, better details. And they have, like, the studios that get us, like, breaking down their necks that like, come up with the best thing, the best ending for this. And that can go the same as well as, like, video games and stuff like that. Like, uh... Last of Us, like, when that showed up on the, the scene, it was, like, um, near PS3s and, and then going on to, like, PS4. Now, I'm pretty sure, like, uh, the game company themselves were suspecting the same thing for, like, Last of Us 2. Yeah, exactly. And they wanted to follow that tradition. They wanted something, like, uh, PS4, PS5 exclusive. So they want something out now they wanted something to just like get people to get on the bandwagon and stuff like that. And Last of Us is perfect. There, uh, we can't do God of War right now. God of War is like they they already did their thing, so it's gonna be another couple years before we get something from them or years depending on how everything goes. Um, and and I think their other property that did okay is Infamous. Infamous is okay, but it's not enough to like get a strong audience. And Spider-Man, that just came out last year. That's not definitely going to be enough right now. So, um, so yeah, it's sort of that breathing down the next scenario. So, you need to hurry up and make something now. And I don't think they, like, had the thought process and they made something under pressure. And this would be that. In, in, in any way. But, um, yeah, no. That's very concerning. That's gonna go over that. I don't know. What, what's your thought on it? I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm glad I didn't spend the money. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think is that I'm really glad I didn't spend the money. It's, it's not even like, oh, I wanted a, a nice little, you know, riding into the sunset bullshit. <laughs> to me, it's so tone deaf and fucking blind to why people like the first one. Right. Yeah. M maybe even uh, I don't know. Maybe it even translate different from like because things can translate different from script to to scenes and stuff like that. So, but in video games, you get a lot of dwell time though. You got time to sit around and think about it. Right. 
are you? I'm I'm struggling to think. Maybe the guy who leaked it is the guy who is sitting here thinking this, but like somebody in the studio had to be sitting there going, "What the fuck is this?" Right. But but, it, but like you said, um, I think you said it in one of our streams something like that um, for like uh, Half Life. Uh, you said that like uh, I, I forgot which voice actor you said it was. Uh, uh, he said it was very questionable. Troy Baker. Troy Baker. Thank you. Uh, His tr- exact words were, "I would like people to keep an open, open. mind." Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Keep an open mind, huh? Because it's not—it's not about being open or closed-minded. It's about what the fuck have they done to these poor people? Right. It, it can go in the pro- uh, state of mind as well. Um, one time, like, uh, like before Star Wars came out or before Game of Thrones came out, you look at the actors and actresses. You get the reaction and stuff like that, and they always look like tensed up, cringe, and stuff like that. In my mind, uh, like um, every time I hear those words from Troy Baker, <laughs> I all, I automatically go back to like scenes from like before Star Wars came out. Uh, people gave like uh, the actors, actress and actors gave like funny faces, like. Ooh, keep an open mind. Uh, it may be good, maybe not good, and we all yeah, know what... yeah. During the red carpet events of the new Star Wars sequels, yeah, well, like... it's a, it's a diverse film. It's a it's a very adventurous movie, and it's that apprehensive. Like I can't wait for Troy to be off NDA so he can just blast this fucking game. I get the feeling he will. Yeah. Um... Because automatically, if you didn't know, if you didn't know, Troy Baker's super vocal about the games he works on. Oh yeah, no, it, he loves talking about it. Who, who, uh, and who are you gonna stop him from saying the things he wants to say about it? He's Troy Baker. He pretty much is in the game and all the way Like it, it's sort of, it's sort of like if you're not gonna hire him, then you're pretty much gonna hire somebody not as good. Nolan as North. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Norman North or Troy Baker, and it's not, and they're both best friends, so they're not. They're both more very opinionated. They're, they're very vocal about what they do. So, hmm. mm-hmm. so, um, uh, yeah, I'm very excited to see where this goes, but I'm going to keep my expectations it's, super. I I, nor- I normally am very cool with new things in games. I'm very cool with like. I just cannot explain my feelings right now. I'm emotionally constipated over this. I've been fucking upset about it all day. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll definitely see what, where this goes eventually. Uh, but but yeah, <laughs> let's uh, probably stop talking about it. Uh, yeah. Over twenty minutes. But yeah, um, that that was last week. Two yeah. question marks. Uh, you can you can come back, everybody who left, unless you don't want to. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> um, so Gary's mod two, otherwise known as Sandbox, uh, that's a that's a thing, and it's been confirmed to be uh, being developed on the Source Engine two, which is a relief. I, I thought Sandbox was canceled, and that we were going to be stuck with uh, Gary's mod as it is right now. Right. Yeah. Um, 
Like, I'm super excited to see where that goes. Uh, like, I follow a lot of, like, animators or 3D animators that work in the sort of film mm-hmm. engine. Uh, and, uh, they're really talented. And I want to see where they take their mindset into, like, this new source. Especially uh, being source, in the Source art. 2 is going to be so much better for art and stuff. It's... It's a great game engine, but I think its real strong suit lies in artistic uh, mediums. Like I like I think the Source engine is also a very good artistic medium. Uh, <laughs> the lighting in Source Two is unfucking real. Like nice. it is beautiful. The lighting, it's volume, it's I think it's volumetric. It's got like god rays and stuff that are controlled via you know the engine itself, it doesn't have to render like you have to in Source Filmmaker or, you know, Gary's Mod. You have to wait. Using the Soft Lamps tool in Gary's Mod, you have to wait, like, ten minutes to render a, a God Rays pass for a poster. So it's absolutely wonderful to see that we're going to be able to do that in real time. Right. Um, hopefully. Hopefully. Don't quote me on that. Because 3D modeling, like, rendering and 3D modeling, uh, like, from what I've learned in my time of knowledge, it it takes super long, and if you can find a way to like cut that down and also keep intact the type of work that you put into it, by all means, mm-hmm. that that'll be like really cool to see uh, them work with something very new for an engine. Um, it, it may not be probably as powerful as like other like engines. I'm, I'm not gonna like give it that much because it may not even be uh, uh, powerful like it. From what um, there's a YouTuber I follow called Two Clicks Philip. I don't know if you've seen his videos. He he mainly does Counter Strike stuff. That's uh, his other channel, Three Clicks Philip. But he did a really deep dive on what the Source Engine looks like and what it behaves like. And the closest comparison we've got is Unreal Engine Four. Okay. All right. That that's pretty good. That okay. That's that that gives like some confidence. Uh, I'm glad that it, I'm glad that it runs better than UE4 because UE4, it runs good on my PC, but it does choke up a lot and it takes forever to load stuff. And it's just, I, I don't like I like UE4, but I don't. It's not the game engine I would choose if I was working on a game. Um, right. Yeah. Like, I, I think there there's been like times in which. Um, well, one uh, big, biggest question right now uh, that I want to get off my chest as well. Uh, is this mainly like be all Or is this like going king like controller with that? Sandbox is going to have uh, PC and mouse controls. Okay. From That's... what I've seen, from what I've seen and what the priorities are for... Because they don't want to... Valve did a really, really risky thing putting Half-Life Alex only on VR. That's not to say it can't. Oh my god, I have something else to talk about related to Half-Life Alex and Valve. Uh, remind me later. Yeah, 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 we need to talk about that. <laughs> so, we're both on the same page on that. Um, yeah, yeah, I know, the moment I started talking, I'm like, hey, I sound like that McVicker. Oh, fuck, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, Valve did a really stupid thing, uh, locking Alex off to VR, at least in my opinion. Like, it can't be played without VR. It can, but it's not as good. It's. I don't think the. I don't think Gary or Facepunch Studios wants to like lock Gmod Two down to uh, just you know VR. Although, don't get me wrong. But excuse me, bless me. 
<laughs> I do believe it will have VR support. Okay. That that that'd be cool too. Like, um, I see people uh, when they're trying to work. Uh, it, like when I went to uh, AI, uh, we had this. Uh, one of our teachers really wanted to push like uh, getting a room for VR sets and like 3D printers. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I think they had like VR kind of set up, uh, sort of. And so people can go in there, work uh, on their 3D model in like VR. And it was mm-hmm. very cool, like using that. It, it, I think it cut down time in like modeling. Um, no, I could genuinely, I could genuinely imagine like modeling in VR would help you get proportions down right, like absolutely. Right, right. Because really working in perspective uh, on like Maya was really hard, and you pretty much had like, to do dual screen stuff like that in order to like know where your perspectives are for like making. You have to have like model. four different camera, you know, a work camera, a render camera, and like a fucking you know. Yeah. Like, regular. Like, yeah. Exactly. And it's the same thing with SFM. You gotta like set up different cameras to because a pose can look right from one angle, but then the moment you like tweak the camera even a little bit, it'll fuck up. Exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, try modeling a fucking well. Uh, try modeling in ZBrush and then take that into like 3D model. It that is way irritating, and then you have to animate that model, or uh, rate that model, and then, like, try to put it in different poses and stuff like that. It was so hard learning that, but eventually when you get it down, you feel so happy and successful when you finally get, like, all your models <laughs> in the right way. I remember, I remember, I'm still trying to figure out how to get models from Blender into the Source engine, uh, so I can fuck around with them in Gary's mod. I managed to get one to compile, and it complete. it was broken. It was broken beyond all recognition. But the parts that I worked on were not. It, right. I managed to do a thing that I wanted to do, but I managed to break everything that wasn't broken before. But I was ecstatic. I managed to get a gun in the... I managed to make a model of a gun in the in Blender and get it into the game, and it was only 90% broken as opposed to not even compiling. So I know what you feel like. Right, right. Like, it is... It is especially, like, the time... Uh, like, you can actually fuck up PC if you don't have the right PC for it. And, like, if you don't have a good enough RAM space in order to import a file, you could end up, like, having, like, we had computers in which it would just reset, and then if you don't have anything to save, gone. <laughs> so, try, that was just the definition of insanity right there. Uh, so, not, no bueno, not fun. But, it, we still, it feels good when you finally get it. So, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, um, back, back, back on to the, uh, thought, uh, so source engine, is there anything else, like, um, uh, news wise that we've heard about it? There was an Unreal Gary's Mod ripoff that did come out a few days ago. Okay. Huh. It's called Mod and Play, it's, uh, a UE4 game. And it's a little crap. Okay. Yep. Thought so. <laughs> like, I don't expect any game to pick up right as, you know, Gary's mod ha- is in its current state. Because you've got ten years of modding going on, but, like, the bones that are there just aren't the same as they were ten years ago with Gmod 1. So stick with Gary's mod, don't play mod and play. Uh, 
Wait for Gmod 2. Right. Yeah. I, I heard that's been officially announced. Like, yeah, the guy who created it was going in there. So that, mm-hmm. that's, that's what's um, It's called Sandbox. It's a S, ampersand, and then box. Yep. I like it. It's really creative. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Can't, can't wait for that. Um, so, hey, sp- so since we're on, like, Half-Life mod thought process, but let's just hurry up and go in. I, I, I can't stress myself because I'm gonna probably end up forgetting, <laughs> forgetting it. Hey, Ryan, you saw a Half Life Alex end, right? Oh, what? Have we not talked about that? No, we have not talked about that. Oh, hey, so this is new. I was gonna. Oh, well, I was just gonna quickly say, uh, it's old news. Fuck it. Continue. <laughs> okay. So yeah. Um. Over the quarantine and stuff like that, uh, um, I had some time to just sit down and not play it because I don't have VR like everyone else. Um, but watch it instead. And yeah, um, from what I saw from the gameplay, very fun for VR. Um, so the, they make up for moving around in the world uh, by like sort of uh, having you hop from place to place, but it almost seems like you're walking as well from outside. There, there is continuous motion. Uh, I, the playthrough I watched used all modes of transport, and I think it was my favorite because it just didn't... It, I'm the kind of person that, like, I'm okay in VR if I'm moved without my consent. Like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, motion sick, but, like... And... Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I definitely can't wait to get my hand on Eventually, oh, dude, I, wanna... I thought about spending. I thought about spending my entire stimulus check on a fucking VR headset, but I can't do that. <laughs> financially irresponsible. <laughs> yeah, uh, you gotta fight the urge to this all over because I can't my... <laughs> consume, and it's killing me. <laughs> it, 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 I cannot wait until yeah, because um. Uh, I'm sorry. Let me go back uh, back into it because I'm okay. So yeah, let's talk about Half Life. Yeah, let's talk about Half Life Alex's end. So, uh, well, well, no, hold on. Uh, I, real quick, I want to talk about like the uh, environment and the gameplay a little bit. More, okay. Like go into that. Um. So yeah, uh, the gameplay for this uh, obviously you have like two different gadgets going on already. Um, instead of making uh, the gravity gun. Because it's way too early for it right now. Um, they instead do a uh, gravity uh, device that like sort of latches onto your hand, and so they're if called you the Russells, they're called what? <laughs> they're called the Russells. The Ru- yeah, he caught that. I loved that. And he tried to like he named it after himself, and then he went back to try to make an acronym for it. Right. <laughs> he was such a fun type character for, for all this. I um, fucking love Russell, and I, I hope in Half-Life 3 he's mentioned at the very least. Yeah, because I don't know what happened to him. Like, he, he could probably be in another facility helping the rebellion. I, I don't know. So, you know, you know um, the sand pit level of Half-Life 2 where you have to walk across the stuff on the beach so the antlions don't kill you? Yeah. There's that character, that random citizen who gets eaten by one of the antlions when he steps on the sand, and the guy goes, "Oh no, Laszlo, the greatest mind of his generation." Well, <gasps> oh, Russell's original name in the files was Laszlo. 
It was changed to Russell, though, so it's not him. But for a minute, Russell almost died in the middle of nowhere, getting eaten to death by land lions. Okay. <laughs> Damn, that would have been sad. <laughs> like, oh, that, so that's what happened to him. Uh, but that, that's cool. That's cool that he just mm-hmm. didn't kill him. Um, cool. Um, so environment-wise, a lot has changed. Uh, almost mm-hmm. to a point where um, it, it, it it's so beautiful, honestly. Even looking at it from outside perspective, like you can see yourself like getting entrapped in this world. Like, <laughs> oh no, totally. I I want I want to play it just so I can walk around the places. Right. Yeah, and the 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 sun is very beautiful in this. Like. Back back when like new gen turned to where it is, uh, you totally see the difference between uh, Sun and GTA Five and Xbox Three Sixty. The Sun and mm-hmm. uh, GTA Five and Xbox One, and it's so beautiful. And, but now that we're going more into VR, I think Valve is trying to take that step further and get you more immersed. Because I think, <laughs> weirdly enough, I think Gables like whole thing is, like, he wants to eventually make it so, like, uh, having Matrix World possible, even though that's probably a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of, that's what I was thinking, too, is, like, Gabe is kind of striving for pod people. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he wants uh, Soylent Green to be us. No, I know that's not so, the right thing, but... <laughs> we don't have Soylent Green, but we do have Soylent, and it is turning people into brain-dead morons. Yeah. Uh, that's my conspiracy theory. <laughs> Don't quote me on that. Conspiracy quotes are fine. Soy spiracy. So, yeah. <laughs> um, otherwise, uh, obviously, uh, this is a game that's foreshadowing the events that are going to ha- uh, that happen in Half-Life 2, or are going to happen in Half-Life 2, Episode 1 and 2, obviously. And, uh, Part of the mission for Half Life, uh, or part of the mission for Alex, see, um, is her mission is to uh, sort of uh, find uh, Gordon Freeman and free him mm-hmm. from the capture of the Gotham. Now, we go into like uh, them going past by trains with like uh, weird looking creatures. Um, we have the return of Alex's uh, father. Um, we have we're going more and more in depth into this world, and like uh, we we're seeing like uh, audio recordings. We have like more uh, uh, writings from other people about things that, that happened during the Seven Hour War, and uh-huh. it, it, it's really cool. And uh, I, I I it's probably not not made by the same people who made Tablet. Uh, oh no! It's got a bunch yeah. of it's got a bunch of veterans of the series, but it's also got a couple. Uh, the the writers were pretty new. Okay. Yeah. I don't think they. I think they were new people advised by old Valve writers. This is the first Half Life game that Mark Laidlaw hasn't written, though. Okay. And well, you know, I I, I rarely say this about life. things. That's a fucking lie. Let me explain. Really? Myself. Really? It's okay. A, it's the first mainland mainline Half-Life game that wasn't written by Laidlaw because Opposing Force and Blue Shift were not written by Laidlaw either. 
Okay, okay. Because <laughs> I know somebody in the comments, if they hear this, is going to be like, no. Right. <laughs> it, it, and you know what? Um, that's it, It's rarely that I say this about like a medium or anything like that. Is uh, They really got the feel of Half-Life 2. Uh, uh, yeah, Half-Life 2 down. And, you know, they've obviously knew whatever point to go with the script. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, now I haven't heard anyone complain about the ending. So, uh, but we'll, let's talk about that now. Let's, let's try to get into that. I have complaints about the ending, but that's me being a really deep, you know, half Okay. Nerd, but <laughs> I, I haven't heard any major, okay, major, like, um, man, this fucking sucks because of the ending. I've, I just heard people or, just Hey, they killed these characters for no goddamn reason. Right, right. Like, uh, haven't heard IGN say, is Half-Life 2, uh, Half-Life Alec bad? <laughs> IGN will give anything a 10 out of 10 if you throw enough money at them. Yes, sue me, IGN. I don't give a shit. I don't. I I, I, I refuse to even look their way. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> um, hey, uh, so, um, uh, so we get eventually to the ending of Half-Life Alex. So obviously uh, Alex traverses into um, finding where Gordon Freeman is. She finally the vault, <laughs> this big, yeah, floating structure up in the middle of the city that you've seen in all these uh, the promotional stuff. Right, and she traverses her way into like getting weird Vortigon powers or a gravity gun. I think I, I don't know what that was, <laughs> but <laughs> we're just gonna. She got her. She got her alien n-word pass. Is what happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we eventually go down and uh, we uh, finally open up case for Gordon Freeman. She looks inside. She asks, "Gordon Freeman, is that you?" And then, uh, Ryan, <laughs> I like your, I, Ryan... I really like your delivery. I really like your delivery. Yeah. Is that you, Gordon Freeman? <laughs> and, uh, um, Gordon Freeman. And Ryan, uh, you want to do your G-Man? Go ahead. Um, and, and then... You wouldn't need that much to imprison Gordon. I like doing that voice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the way he said that, that was just... It was just chilling. He gave me goosebumps. Like, oh yeah, he he, he respects Gordon's way of like taking care of problems. <laughs> so I thought he was kind of calling him a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like you would need to lock that pansy up in a fucking big old thing. See, yeah. <laughs> oh man, um, and, and it, it's so crazy that um, we eventually get to the point uh, which. Uh, uh, G-Man uh, is like, hey, um, I'm going to also make you a deal. Um, what would you like nudged? What, what do you mean nudged? You, you, you say that as if this is not the first time uh, things have been nudged before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I have many clients. They, My current clients <laughs> want me to nudge Gordon Freeman in a certain way, I'm also giving you this offer about things that uh, yeah, haven't what, happened. What, but what would you like? Right. 
And then she's like, well, I want um, the um, combine to dis- disappear. Okay, we're going to do it. We're going to do a shitty uh, theater version of it. Here we go. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what would you like nudged, Miss Vance? Well, I think I, I, whatever it is, I want the uh, combine out of here. And I want the that's, whole... That's a heckin' big jobberino you're making me do there, bud. Uh, maybe I can give you some shit you don't know that you want? Mmm, what do you mean by that? Look at your dead fucking father! Oh! Oh no! <laughs> Is this happening right now? No, it's in the future. You can fix this, just use your alien power. <laughs> where is this happening? It's it not matter. where. Shoot it now, or it's... shoot it now, or shoot it now, or you're not gonna be able to fix it. <laughs> it's not where it's happening. It's when it's happening. Oh, <laughs> what? No. Okay, so yeah, that's that's we we've uh, we'll be opening uh, at the Improv Theater. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in a few days. Uh, <laughs> buy our tickets. Uh, we're opening. Um, we're doing our next improv with Will Smith. And uh, Martin Lawrence, it's gonna be, it's gonna be Bad Boys 4.5. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So yeah. G-Man makes it. G-Man makes a deal with Alex. Yes. Alex says, "Fuck that! My dad can't die because she's a short-sighted young woman at the time." And it... he kills the advisor that kills Eli. Now this causes a whole bunch of weird little situations because now the ending of Half-Life 2 Episode 2 has been retconned. Right. So, um, uh, what G-Man eventually does is he pulls a Gordon a Freeman on her and traps her in a time stasis that ends up taking her out of the picture you know, uh, in what was the last part of Half-Life 2, Episode 2. And instead of our uh, her father dying uh, from that end, um, he eventually comes back to life and tells Gordon, um, we gotta find Alex. We need to stop her. We need to go that back to the future. No. <laughs> um, we, uh, yeah, and, and then, uh, he hands the iconic crowbar to Gordon. And I have a funny story about that. Oh. Yeah? That wasn't, that scene wasn't supposed to be in the release version of the game. Really? In fact, that scene wasn't a thing until the ending got leaked by a very famous YouTuber. Whom I'm not going to name for fear that... Like, cause this guy looks up everything about him. Yeah. Uh, but he he leaked it. He played an alpha build. And uh, people shit. saw that ending. And Valve was like, well, shit, we gotta add something. So they did that. <sighs> okay. So, mm, okay, well, I'm 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 okay down for them to I be like dead, it too. but I like it too because it kind of forced them to make that obligation. Right. Uh, give them the okay to do it. I don't care if Half Life Three is all in VR. That's I'm fine with that. Just oh, I care. I absolutely <laughs> care. They can't do that. No, no, no. You're you're not okay. No, no Half Life Three VR. Just. Allow it, allow it to be in VR also, but maybe don't make it an exclusive. You know what? Yeah. I take that. Yeah. I agree with that. Have Half-Life 3 be its own thing. Have have the same textures and stuff like that that Half-Life Oh yeah, no. Using the Source 2, or using the Source 2 engine. 
right. Half-Life 3, it's going to be beautiful. But also, just whoever wrote this has a good understanding. And whoever, like, they have a good feeling where they want to take it. So don't be like Sonic and what they did with Sonic, uh, uh, with the last <laughs> Sonic game. And, like, don't be sleep like under Sonic. their legs. It's pretty good life advice. <laughs> yeah. Because obviously, bandmate, we've already established that bandmate thing could be way better than the original. And it, that's a sad fact that it's it proven time and time again, especially, uh, um, I think it was like, not Sonic Forces, but the one before that. It was uh, uh, that mini uh, Sonic game. You already know what I'm talking about. I, Sonic Boom? Uh, not Sonic. I think it's Sonic. I don't know. No, 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 no. Whatever. I, I'm yeah. not 12 and autistic. I don't play Sonic. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, um, just, just give them the green... Go ahead. Just give them the green. That's all I want. That's what I, I thought I, they were going to do with Half-Life 3, is after Laidlaw leaked that uh, ep Epistle 3 script, or fanfic as he called it, that they were just kind of being like, okay, well, fans, go make the next game. We're done. We're focused on CSGO and Team Fortress 2 now. Right. Or not C TF2 is not their moneymaker. It's fucking CSGO and it's Dota. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's fun and all. That's a good moneymaker. I can't doubt um, the hustle. But at the same time, it's kind of going away from what you were like established. But you know what? Do you. Do you. I'm, I, at this point, I kind of give it up on Half-Life 3. So this affects me not one bit. It, to, it, it rubs me the wrong way, and this is kind of why I'm angry at the ending, is like I went from completely just lapping up every little leak that came out. Right. Like I was sitting there on, you know, I, I was, I, when I finished Half-Life Episode 2, I was like 12. And... I I remember thinking to myself, oh well, these all you know, it's gonna a new one's gonna come out, right? And then year five came, and I started to feel a little maybe like, okay, well, if it comes out, I'm still gonna be hyped for it. And then year ten came, <laughs> right? And yeah. I was just done. I was so done with all of that. There was never gonna be another Half Life game, and I was completely fucking okay with that. If fucking Kingdom Hearts can get a sequel, and Val could just blink at that direction and not say a word, then, I, well, you know what? I guess Disney wins. Don't it, Val. Um, <laughs> but now, with the release of Half-Life Alex and this new ending, they've done what I think is arguably the worst thing that they could have done. Another thing. They've given me hope. Uh... They shouldn't do that, because this is going to prove disastrous when, like, 30 years down the line, my Zoomer child comes into my fucking room and says, Dad, what's a Half-Life Fortnite dance? And I'm just like, son, get the fuck out. Please leave me be. Yeah, no. It... And you know what? You're not even the first person to feel that way, too. And it's eventually going to go back to a perpetual state where People joke, oh, when it's Half-Life 3 coming out, <laughs> and then, like, it, eventually the joke gets real old, and everyone just stops Half-Life 3 jokes never stop being funny. Well, they, they they weren't funny to me for the first, like, seven years. 
Because uh. <laughs> I'm like, you guys are joking. This is serious. And then after 10 years, every time I made a joke that pissed somebody off, I was really happy about it. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Half-Life Alex, pretty good. But don't it was give us hope. I really liked it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't give us hope. Don't, don't make me... Yeah, it goes back to that gif of, uh, of, of Hawkeye... Uh, looking down at um, like don't do what? Don't 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 do that. Don't, don't give me hope. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, other than that, um, yeah, that that's that's part of that. Uh, um, but uh, something I do want to get into that uh gives us somewhat hope during this crisis. Um, hey, Ryan, have you seen Tiger King yet? No. I no. Don't have Netflix anymore. Okay. Okay. Alright. <laughs> I know the gist. I know Carol Baskin is an unredeemable bitch. That's all I know. Yes. Um, she probably killed her husband. So much. I have to say, like, this has just been speak. the best. It, it's been the best. It's been the best. Be <laughs> okay. So, wait, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I've seen Tyra King, like, almost two times over. Because two, uh, like... <laughs> Different people wanted to watch it with me, so I was like, okay, well, might as well watch it. Um, <laughs> and so the first time in a row, like, after I was going on Facebook and uh, I saw people just saying, oh, Tyler King this, and, and, and everyone just seen the Tyler King shit? It's hilarious. The fucking fuck Carol Baskin. I'm like, okay, <laughs> what the fuck is that supposed to mean? So I started watching it. and also, then what's a Carol Baskin? Yeah. <laughs> And so, uh, yeah, we start our adventure um, knowing uh, this man, this beautiful, gay, redneck, uh, tiger-owning man named... Who should be the president. Right, right. <laughs> named Joe Exotic. Um, I don't know his actual name, but as far as I'm concerned, that's his legal name. Um, Joe Exotic is one of many people in the country who owns tigers because... Sad, because the sad factor is that um, a lot of our a lot of like tigers in captivity uh, are, are very high than uh, they are like actually in the box, which is very sad, uh, and they make that very clear in the first book. So you thinking, okay, this is just like facts about like tigers being in captivity, and we'll learn more than that. No, Tiger King has became so much more than that. It became it became like. Uh, facts about tigers and how sad this world is. Um, following a uh, gay redneck life and how terrible of a human being he is. Um, um, kind of like it, it, to me, it seems almost like Trailer Park Boys, without a hint of irony. Yes, like you're thinking these people can't possibly be real. Only the fact there is uh, Trailer Park Boys is obviously fake. But this is it fucking is a TV real. show, whereas this trash fire is 100% genuine, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> right. Literally, if you describe Joe Exotic, people will like, like think this person ain't You, you gotta be, be making this shit up. Like, if he has two husbands, because he's very into polygamy. Um, he, and this is not the first time a tiger-owned person has had polygamy. Like, 
be his yeah, thing. Yeah, I remember, I remember there was a very different one who actually was going to run for president, unless that... Jo- no, that was Joe my... Exotic. That was, that, that oh was my him. god, that yeah. was him, okay. Yeah, yeah. and, uh, uh there, well, there's another one named Doc. He's into polygamy, too, but that's a, a whole different, like, thing, like, he pretty much made a cult about it, like, um, if you work at his facility and stuff like that, most times you are a woman and stuff like that. Um, uh-huh. one, you have to pretty much, uh, live under him and stuff like that. You have to live in the same area with him. He provides house, housing for you and stuff like that. Um, like when they first started, it was shitty looking, but now he's able to own like, like four different mansions in a, in a whole gated community. Like, dude is not playing. Um, and it, in order to, like, get your higher in status, in order to, for you to be his favorite and stuff like that, you know what would really help? If you sleep if you with, have him. Sex with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need to sleep with him in order to get, like, higher status. You know, you get more stuff. You know, you, you, you can't live outside alone. You need this guy. You know what <laughs> you that sounds like? Dirt. Come on, sleep with me. I'll, I'll move you inside the house. You see my tigers? They're cool. Alright? <laughs> tigers you got... are pretty neat. <laughs> and, and his tigers are very shitty looking. Like, they're, they're like, obese looking. Like, because he, he obviously overfeeds them and stuff like that. Because in order to make them, like, not so aggressive, you gotta make them overfeed them. And make them... Oh, yeah, you gotta, make them, you gotta make them docile. Yeah, exactly. And so he, he's made that very clear that that's what he does. And, um, he, he rides in on his elephant everywhere he goes in the park. Um, he, he just, he's just all types. Like, he, he's bad, but as far as I'm concerned, he's the least bad. But he's still above, like, there's another guy who's like Scarface in this show. Like, he's <laughs> said it, like, yeah, I'm one of the inspirations for Scarface. And, <laughs> uh, he, he owns Tigers, he got arrested for, like, a, Really bad cocaine deal, or no? He, oh, he got arrested Jesus. for um, being caught with drugs and also being framed for murder, and which he as did one, not. As one does. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he spent like twenty years in prison, and he got up like after like ten years in prison because oh, for a good case. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Tony Montana. Exactly. You're good. <laughs> You're good. Just get out. <laughs> it's just hilarious, and I think I think my current boss actually worked with one of these tiger people because she said she used to work on a farm where they had a cheetah and a couple other exotic cats, and it was down in Florida, so it might have been mm. one of these horrible, horrible, shitty people. That sounds like Carol Baskin. We're going to get to next. Carol Baskin is against all like the. T- but she has her own tired captivity herself. So rules for thee, not for me. Yeah, exactly. And he's she's been doing it like for so long. She she originally had a husband, uh, and who was like really into like tiger uh, weapons and stuff like that. The but, only thing I do know about Tiger King is that she killed him and fed him to the tigers. Allegedly. <laughs> 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 but there's a lot of good facts in which. You can almost believe now, that now this she is, probably this did it. This isn't this isn't like boots and boots and what's his face from up country fucked an ostrich allegedly. 
This is like they shot down United Flight 92, allegedly. This is this is a very loose allegedly. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, she, it, and she goes, like, people around her, especially, like, his, uh, the her husband's ex-wife, they go into, like, detail. Like, there's no way that he would have just ended up disappearing out of no trace <laughs> and stuff like that. He's talked about many times about leaving her. Um, her father would pretty much do anything for her. So he could probably end up cutting a, a whole body off for her if she had. So, and, and it, they go about like, oh, she grinded uh, him up and put him and feed the cats and stuff like that. Um, she can hide him under the sewers and stuff like that. And it goes into more and more detail about she may have done this shit. And I'm like, sitting here thinking, this is a lot of facts for it not to be true. But <laughs> again, there's no telling because they closed it a long time ago. Um, and so the case is just up there. You gotta been, you gotta just end up in Colombia. But they said like the plane that he used, like he, he he was flying illegally. Like the the plane that he used, um, couldn't even make it to South America, which was his big plan in the first place, leaving her. And all of a sudden, his plane is still there. His car is there, and he's nowhere to be found. That doesn't make any sense. So. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's so, all so, craziness. So this woman, this woman, moon landing was a hoax allegedly. <laughs> has killed her yeah. husband. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so, and then all, and then yeah, that's why you see like people's campaign up. Carol Baskin may have killed her husband. Carol Baskin, that fucking I, I I see. What was it on a fucking on at the college? There was a, a sign in the window that said Carol Baskin is a bitch. I'm like, what on earth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even heard of this woman until this, and and obviously, eventually, when this documentary came out, her husband and her came out on my tape. Or no, it was just her husband. That's a good. She detail. loves that attention. What, the, Have you seen how much she loves that attention? Apparently not, because <laughs> they're talk, talking about how Netflix put them in a bad light, and that like the um, entire the oh, I've seen footage of this bitch talking about how they portrayed her. And she loves it, right? They're going, they talk about me all bad and stuff, and she's like all up for the camera and like this and that. It's like, she could be more fake. She has her own different like podcast as well. Um, where she's like, oh, Jesus. Uh, um, hey, cool cats and kittens, it's Carol Baskin, look at... I've heard, our... yeah, 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 hey, shout out to Carol Baskin. <laughs> I, I would love her to have, I would love... I'd love to have her on this. So, Carol, what do you think about Half-Life 3? <laughs> <laughs> Let me drunkenly explain to you Metal Gear lore. Right. <laughs> we, we, can talk about, we can talk about cats, we can talk about tigers. I would I wouldn't find that, but we can't make a whole hour session about Joe Exotic because then we would go on for days. Because uh, oh, yeah. that comes into the next one. Joe Exotic is not a person you've ever met unless you've met the shittiest person in life. Dude does not deserve to be free and, and from prison because he is currently in prison for trying to put a hit out on. 
Carol Bass. Uh, <laughs> he, he's looking like 20 years, I think, something like that, in which people set themselves, he is not going to uh, love that 20 years. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe Exotic is such a shitty person to the fact of every person who has ever worked on under him, he has picked them up from like different traffic stops. Oh, yeah, that, that's the other thing about Carol Baskin that Alex spoke like that's shitty about her. She doesn't pay any of her workers. Not That's one. fucking horseshit. Uh, she considers those like a, a sort of like volunteer work, and then the those, longer you work, these people. I don't know. Like I said, I haven't seen this. These people are feeding tigers, right? Yes, feeding tigers, live tigers, putting volunteer their life on the work. Line. My ass. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, could. I love. I love cats. I love big cats too. You could not put me within ten feet of one of them and say, "Here." Give it food without paying me money. Yeah. You know what? Um, what makes the other guy that I told you about, I think his name is Scott. I forgot to mention that. What makes him better is, one, he does pay his workers, but not by shit all. Like, I think he does, like, $3 an hour. Or, yeah, yeah, $3 an hour. $3 an hour plus tips when you could deliver pizza. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but like, you can't pay. I don't know, like the usual minimum wage for uh, federally. Zoo? Federally is seven twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you're putting yourself in danger. And yeah, that's hazard pay. That's a whole bunch of different things. But I'm. This is not the OSHA podcast. No, although. No. I do know a lot about OSHA. I had to get certified. I had to watch a lot of documentaries about workplace accidents. Yeah. To the point where I actually listen to them as I fall asleep at night. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) I'm not shitting you. Last night I fell asleep to... It it, it was only a matter of time before the workers found themselves trapped in this gas chamber of death. And here are the steps that they could have taken to... It's like literally... You picture History Channel workplace accident documentary. That sentence, put it in your brain. It's exactly what I'm listening to when I'm going to sleep. Right. Like, I, I I've seen those videos. I'll the, send you really, a few of them. They're really uh, fun. <laughs> uh, like the one that really bothers me about those videos, real quick, um, is the the. Yeah, it is probably like a commercial spot. And it was just like to uh, warn people about like. Uh, workplace accidents and stuff like that. Uh, it was one about uh, in the kitchen and stuff like that. Like this chick just carrying like a big uh, tub of grease and something like that. And then oh, no. she's talking about like, oh, I can't wait for my wedding and stuff like that. The only problem is I'm not going to make it to my wedding and stuff like that because my wedding's going to end up being canceled because I should have been, should have been the one carrying the grease. And maybe the floor should have been wet and then she fucking slips and falls the, grease, the hot ass grease falls or face and oh. they show a horrified picture of her screaming and her face being melted I've seen this they showed this to me at Chuck E. Cheese I shit you not <laughs> yeah, okay so it's tangent time it kind of relates to Half-Life Alex a little bit did you manage to listen to any of the noises the zombies made in that game a little bit, like it's not fucking horrible. If you listen to just the audio files, they're awful. 
Oh my god. I had to go to a hospital pretty recently due to uh, not myself, but my girlfriend being injured. And a man came in with a fryer burn on his face. Ooh. I'm not shitting you. For like two hours of the night, I was sitting there listening to Half-Life Alex zombie noises. (laughs) (laughs) He was just... (laughs) Just three fucking hours of that. Oh, Jesus It was horrible. And then you'd get the like, oh, God, why? (laughs) I I love it when they do that. They, they, like... They speak English in Half-Life, Alex. They actually speak fucking understandable English. Really? So they stopped doing the reversible, like, They stopped doing the reverse. You can hear them say, uh, oh, God, why? Stop it. Help me. Help me. Jeez. The yeah. one that gets me is when he goes, stop it, stop it, because it sounds like a dude just being tortured, and I don't like it. Anyway, continue, Friar Grease. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah, that was the end of the story. We're fucked up. You know, that, it, that that's really fucked up, to, to have that for a commercial. Uh, fucking, uh, no. I, I, that made me afraid to work in bass or whatever again. Luckily, I don't well, work in <laughs> There's a lot of weird things that scared me as a kid. Commercials. Really? Yeah, we'll talk about that later, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, to finish up Tiger King, uh, yeah, he, he, yeah, he picks up all um, uh, Joe Exotic. What he does, he picks up all his workers from like um, truck stops, truck stops, because they have nowhere else to go and stuff like that. And he obviously sees that they're drug addicts, drug addicts and stuff like that. <laughs> fucking, that's a manipulator. That's a that's like fucking uh, that is, cult that is, leader that is shit. Textbook, that is textbook cult leader behavior. You are right. Exactly, and I think that's the just uh, that's part, part of like part of the crux of like the story is some of these are just like cults. Like part of what Carol Baxton, uh, yeah, Carol Bax, well, I can't say her name now. Part of Carol's thing is that uh, she, uh, if you work. If you're starting working with her, you get selected colors. The longer you work there, like say two, maybe four years, um, you get different like red, yellow, blue, and you have to work <laughs> there for like ten years for her to even notice. That's sad. <laughs> oh well, uh, how how did work go today, honey? I finally made it up to a a, a green. Right. <laughs> how much money did you make? Money. Oh. oh, an hour? <laughs> about, about zero. I found, a, I found 25 cents. <laughs> okay. I guess we'll buy Timmy's soup next year. Yeah. <laughs> Is it Timmy like 40? <laughs> He's dead, darling. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then, uh, Another thing that, because I think Joe so far we we uh, I played the, like this little game where we're playing the documentary. Who is the worst and who is the best? So far, none of the main people in this are are the best. Joe is the worst of them all because Joe actually um, one he he is very highly gu- uh, gun that which is okay. <laughs> he he, he buys buy, like explosives from like um. Gun places for like, I think it's like ten dollars. They said, "I'm like, buy it yeah, for ten. Yeah, 
I think it might. I think you might be talking about Tannerite, which is a binary explosive. You have to shoot it to blow it up. They do. Yes. That. Yeah, that's that's, that's what it You can buy that legally. I didn't. We did not know this, and we're like, it's pretty fucking doing cool. the math. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. But thank God. Yeah. No way. No, I'm not a just, huge gun person, so I'm not gonna. Just in case you weren't listening before, ten dollars for a jar of Tannerite. That's five thousand dollars to get through a bank vault. Start investing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we we are going to hell. <laughs> um, uh, and so like he he would do the thing where he would take like pictures of Carol Baskin out to the field. He would shoot them, like twelve them. <laughs> he has his own podcast in which he would have a blow up doll. Of uh, Carol Baskin please, sitting next to it. Please tell me his times. podcast is called the Joe Zotic or the Joe Pod Exotic Cast. I fuck it. That would that's a good idea. But <laughs> but no, it, it, I think it was just called the Joe Exotic Show, and that was about the it. Joe Exotic, fucking hack. <laughs> and, and like the uh, thing is, like he, he got in contact somehow um, with this one stuntman and stuff like that. Um, he, he did like a um he did a whole bunch of stunts in the back uh, back in the day for like all western movies and stuff like that. Um, he has a huge resume about what he does. He's a real cool guy. Uh, he um, gets an email by uh, some guy named Joe Exotic, and he cannot believe he is this guy. Like the first time he actually meets the guy, he's like, "I gotta make a show about this guy, gay gun nut." <laughs> Redneck with two husbands. This basically, is worth the show. <laughs> basically, a sexuality swapped version of me if I was a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> and like, um, everyone there is brainwashed. Uh, they have nowhere to go. They, they, but he allows housing. But the housings are like RVs, like shitty RVs, like bugs, uh-huh. carpet ripped up and shit like that. Plumbing doesn't work. But, you know, it beats not being anywhere. So, you know, it, it's kind of like a uh, end-of-the-road place. And so you have people who are pretty much... You have a really cool dude who has no legs. Um, he, he, he does whatever he wants. He, he respects like that. <laughs> uh, <Good> Dan. <laughs> um, you have blonde-haired... Uh, Dude, who probably looks like he's from like uh, any like '90s like rock band, um, <laughs> which he hates those kind of bands. He, he said on Point Blake that if you're not like Metallica or anything like that, no fun. So. <laughs> oh God. He cares a lot about the life or Tiger's more than Joe's body. Joe. He carries around a gun that he says he will only use on human beings. But he has definitely used it on Titans, without a doubt. Um, yes. Um, and then, like, you have, like, other, like, interesting characters. I'm like this doing one this woman. thing. Give me two seconds. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. Let me get that straight. I'm sorry. She's not a woman. She's actually, uh, uh, she she identifies as a man, but she's not. She's the last of us two antagonists. Yeah, yeah. She she she's actually like <laughs> really cool, and uh, she she eventually got her arm chopped off in the documentary. Holy so, like, fucking shit! Did they show it? 
Well, no, like, basically what happened was, um, she was being attacked by a tiger and stuff like that. She got her good, like, her hand was all mangled and shit like oh, that. Oh, they had to, they had to <clears throat> amputate, yeah. The, yeah, they, there's actually a video out there of, like, her actually getting attacked. Like, I think they filmed that part. But I'm not definitely sure about that. Watch at your own risk. <laughs> I have this weird thing where I'm really interested in stuff that they film for TV, but it never makes it. Right. I need to see that footage just to make sure that they didn't delete it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like, know why. It's the same thing with the fucking Bear Man tape. They won't release that to the public, but I have to see it just so I know what's going on. Right, but but again, I'm not even sure because uh, uh, I think it ended up getting burnt down. Because somebody did like the documentary that was being made. Like th this is a, a documentary of the documentary of, of the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> And, like, uh, it, that first documentary got, like, the whole, his whole life work got burnt up because, uh, Joe eventually, uh, allegedly it may have been Joe, um, burnt up all the tapes because he got mad at the producer or, uh, yeah, the director guy because he showed him a contract that we legally own you and things that are shown on the show, so you can't tell us what to do. And stuff like that. We're just Ooh, shooting yeah, I'd reality. Fucking, I'd fucking burn those tapes too. Right. And like, Joe stupidly didn't uh, read any of the contracts. So that, and obviously they own it. Well, I mean, <laughs> if a big, if a big fancy talking city man come walking up your driveway and says we're gonna make you a TV star, are you gonna read the contract? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but I guess I'm not. I'm not country enough understand. Um, hey, you see, I've been living in the country for so long that if it came to me and asked me to make a TV show, the second thing out of my mouth would be, uh, okay, where do I sign? The first thing would be, why? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. It, and then, yeah. J Joe goes and it, we'll, I'll make it quick because we're like getting almost near the halfway point. So, yeah. Um, and so Joe decided uh, um, he has like two husbands and stuff like that, which is very sad because both of them are actually straight. Like none of them are like actually gay. Wait, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're they're both straight. So <laughs> and like he, oh, he he's okay. really good at manipulating. Because one holy uh, shit, one they they're actually. Drug users like they used to do that, stuff like that. But one of them actually got oh. clean um, and left him, and ended up uh, having a child with one of his workers and stuff like that. That was like working under him. But so um, I, I'm still I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm still stuck on manipulated a straight man into marrying him. Okay, one drugs is a is a good option. Okay, drugs is a good. Yeah, I'll take drugs. I'll take that. Like, <laughs> drugs is a heavily used part of it. Second, he, he he did this fucking thing that he explained that to this day has bothered me. I don't know how he fucking did it. But what he did was he, he went up to one of them. He said, "Um, so uh, hey, buddy, let me ask you a question. You watch porn." And stuff like that. When you watch straight porn, 
you like um uh, the dude with a little dick fucking the chick, or do you like uh, the dude with the big dick fucking? If you could see my fucking face right now, <laughs> it is literally the soy the soy face of this fucking open O face. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I know. And, and then, <laughs> the best, he says, uh, "Well, obviously the dude with the big dick." And then he fucking opens up with the line, "Well, I guess you ain't. Uh, I guess you ain't that straight at all." I was like, how the fuck does that work, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I almost see where he's coming from. But that's not... I that almost see where he's coming from. <laughs> if that's enough to turn a person gay, then Jesus Christ. Oh, no, I don't believe it's enough to turn a person gay, but I do think it's... Well, I'm not gonna get into... I'm not gonna get into... Semantics, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, maybe if you like watching big dicks, you're a little gay. I'll, I'll fucking know. I'm not. I know when I know when I'm out there picking through the pile. I'm not looking for like, wow, that's a huge dick. I'm looking for like, you know, <laughs> I don't even know, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't I, when know. When I see I don't... it, I see it. That's the thing. <laughs> it's like it's like it's a little like the perfect herd, I suppose. I don't know what it looks like, but I'll know it when I see it. It, it, I I don't know. I'm, I'm not even going to go into porn. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not turn this into porn cast. Um, something right, welcome to the Triple X cast. Hey. Cowboys ready to be fucked. The <laughs> <laughs> Joe Exotics place called Ram Ranch. It really fucking should be. Yeah. <laughs> And, and so if yeah, I ever, if I ever buy a farm, that's that's going above the the gate, being called Ram Ranch. Fucking Ram Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> Eighteen cowboys in quarantine at Ram Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, finishing up. Um, d there's just so much to tired game that it's almost like it's too much to enjoy right now. It, I could go more into detail, but there's just some things that are just really interesting about this guy that I just say you have to go find a way to watch it like go see it and stuff like that. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be getting Netflix back here pretty soon. I had to cut it because I just wasn't watching it. Right, right. And my and internet kind of sucks shit. So I'm gonna get my internet upgraded and I'm gonna get Netflix back. Right. And, and it, it's so weird. I, I've asked people like, do you think the show would be popular if it weren't for this like quarantine? And a lot of people said yeah, it, it could be popular. But definitely okay, so people be in the quarantine. That's a, that's a really, really good fucking question. Right. Because I honestly am of the mind that absolutely not. Because people have passed over so many series on Netflix and shit before the quarantine. Yeah. And if you think about how popular like uh, things like the Fire Festival documentary was, and how popular... <laughs> uh, I fucking love that. How popular, like, the, uh, uh, Taken in Plain Sight, and, uh, how popular... Have you, have you still... I told you to watch Don't Fuck With Cats, didn't I? No! It, it, is that Absolutely. a good one? <laughs> yeah, it's a... Well, to a basic rundown, uh... Listeners, you too can go out and watch Don't Fuck With Cats on Netflix. 
Uh, it's about this dude who uploads videos of himself hurting kittens and killing kittens, and the people of the internet track him down and get him arrested, is the basic gist. That's really fucking good. The first episode had me clenching my knuckles like a fucking ape. Because I'm like, oh, I want to fucking kill this guy. That's a sub. The, <laughs> the only other, like, um, the only other, like, documentary I was, like, really into, like, at, uh, before all this happened was the, the Behind the Curve. Uh, that was the Flat Earth documentary. That one is hilarious, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> And it, the reason why like Flat Earth became a thing is just hilarious. It, 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 the story goes, I, some I imagine dude, it involves LSD and uh, lots and lots of really, really poor reading of history books. Well, more like alcohol, if anything. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> close enough. Because it, it goes uh, like dude who uh, was learning under his like professor, who uh, astronomy teacher. Uh, he knew some people from, like, NASA and stuff like that. He takes, like, one of his underlings, um, uh, to the party and stuff like that. Uh, and then, so these, like, astronauts, they jokingly, like, said to, uh, the, the underling, like, Oh, man, you want to know why, like, satellites don't work in, um, in, in the North Pole or, like, in Antarctic? It's because, um, the polar, because there's a huge fucking wall over there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it, uh, it disrupts, like, signals and stuff like that. And I'm then, imagining this be, uh, just, you know, I'm imagining this being Zach Hadel saying this, like, oh, dude, the reason it doesn't work is because there's a big fucking wall. It, it, exactly. And so, <laughs> like, dude just, like, they blew his fucking mind, obviously. This then, dude was obviously tripping some shit, because he goes home and he's like, Guys, you're not gonna believe this. Well, well the one thing, it, it would've probably never worked if, for the fact that he looked over to his, like, professor. The professor gave uh, them a funny look. And he, he took that as, well, this shit may be true then! Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the look of, uh, hey, shut up. Right. You know, the, <laughs> the underling is hearing us speak the truth. If anything, it was more like, um, just shut up, you guys are crazy, don't, don't kill us. <laughs> and then he took that as, oh man, I gotta write a book about it. And he write the whole <laughs> book about the Black Earth. And then I gotta, here, I've been meaning to pick up more weird fringe conspiracy books. They, they go crazy. So, I can't keep up. <laughs> like, and like you're you're more into them than I am, if anything. So mm -hmm. like, and if you got like a, a, a weird conspiracy every week, just like throw that out there. Just like uh, I was listening to. Uh, can I do one? I was listening yeah, yeah, to sure. Painkiller already, which is another podcast. And the guy was spitting some pretty mad facts about Long John Silver's today. Oh, okay. Long John Silver's was started in 1969 by a man in Lexington, Kentucky. And right around this time, an old Prohibition uh, crime family was starting to get worried that their money was going to run out because Prohibition wasn't a thing anymore, and they weren't running moonshine. They decided to invest in pot, and they owned the South's pot industry for a very long time. They were called the Cornbread Mafia. They ran from 1960s up until about... 2000 or 91 I believe so they had a good long run 
they see this restaurant tour in Lexington and they go, hey, listen, we'll help you expand if you help us sell some products. Mm. And thusly, Long John Silver's is born. And it spreads all over the place. Now, the reason... Uh, let me let me ask you this. Have you ever seen a crowded Long John Silver's? I, I haven't seen a Long John Silver's in Michigan in God knows when, because they, they disappeared off the map. Nicely. <laughs> the money's starting to dry up. The money that they need to launder because the Cornbread Mafia is gone isn't there anymore. So uh... the money can't be laundered anymore because nobody needs to launder the money. So Long John Silver's is starting to shut down. They're starting to draw down. Oh. Hmm. That's, <laughs> that's an interesting one. That That's a really good one. It, it's, it's like the... I don't know if they had Mattress Firm where you're from in Michigan. You ever seen a Mattress Firm? Um, sounds familiar, but... I don't know if it, I... it does sound familiar. It's innocuous. It's to the point where you wouldn't question it if you saw it on a street corner, right? Yeah. Well, back in Idaho, if you stood on any given street corner, you stood on certain street corners, you'd see about three of the fucking things. Huh. And it was a big, like, me and all my <laughs> dumb stoner friends would sit around and go, Listen, man, there's something fucky about those mattress firm stores, because <laughs> you never see anybody go in. You never see anybody come out. And we all came to the conclusion that it was some sort of horrible laundering operation. Whoa. Damn. See, see. And then I guess the, the last conspiracy theory I really have uh, is that the moon landing uh, definitely wasn't faked. There's just too much information to say that it wasn't. Yeah. And that's it. That's all I got. Ryan's conspiracy hour is over. You can play me out with the X-Files theme. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's uh, copyrighted, in which case you can use a dubstep remix. Uh, Owlman is real. <laughs> Owlman is 100%. Oh my fucking god. So I was listening to uh, this show called Bedtime Stories. Uh, they're, they've been picking up speed. It's like a, a YouTube reading channel where this guy puts up his artwork uh -huh. while he's reading. It's really good. And he was telling a story about a place not too far from me that had this dude in the middle of the mountains. He was living uh, in, a, in a cabin in the mountains. And he was having these fucking things come out of a cave and, like, eat his dog and take the shit off of his door and stuff it into his mailbox and all this weird shit. And it had me paranoid, because the other night I was sitting out on my porch and I could hear things moving around the woods. I'm like, nope, okay, I'm fucking going back inside. Oh my god. <laughs> See, if, if any conspiracy that I actually am willing to believe is, uh, because I'm more of, if anything, I'm more of, like, a I think it'd be proven like but like mm. the one that has really bothered me is the amount of people who have really claimed sightings on like uh, uh on uh, uh, uh what'd you guys call it uh skinwalkers and like uh um uh the the fucking uh Native American like type of creatures uh the oh yeah Native American uh mythological folk creatures yeah 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 I'm of the mind that there has to be a basis in reality for such things. It's not like... I know a lot of people will joke and be like, Well, they just took peyote and sat in the middle of the desert. Of course they saw weird shit. It's like, no, dude, there's... It, the monomyth is consistent across every culture across you know the world. There's always a creation myth. There's always this and that. And 
throughout history and throughout time, we've always had a myth of a large hairy man or something fucking walking around in the woods. Right. And it's not like these people communicated with each other. It's not like the Navajo communicated with the fucking Vietnamese, but here we are. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, I- I've seen, like, uh, uh, yeah, those, like, aliens, ghosts, um, Yeti slash Bigfoot. That has just been. Any cryptic type of creature. That definitely. The, the amount is very overwhelming. Like, uh. And it. It, you definitely see like people uh, have like uh, like ape like creatures. Um, I think there was one in Thailand that I saw like uh, like monster hunters did and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it sounds very similar to like every other one. So it's like, hmm, there, there may be something to this. Maybe it can't just be. But I don't know. I'm, my I'm, I'm, my favorite theory about uh, Bigfoot and all those weird Sasquatch creatures is that uh, he's not real in our understanding of the word. He's phasing in from a different reality into ours for a split second. <laughs> that, that's <a> <laughs> I love it just because I'm imagining this big hairy ape teleporting out of his reality for two seconds and coming back. He's just be like... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you te- are you saying that uh, Ape Man has became the fastest man in the universe? And they he's the Flash. Up, yeah, <laughs> he, he's Barry Allen. He, he found how to get through like the speed force. That's awesome. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yeah, that's, also, that's also a theory for um, UFOs: is that they're extra-dimensional visitors coming he- to. Uh, our dimension to kind of, you know, see what's going on. And they're observing us like we observe letters on a piece of paper. Yeah, you've seen that one video. It's very, like, creepy. You know, it's like a fan-made service type deal, but it's like, it, it it's, like, very interesting the way, like, it, it's like a 3D rendered alien yeah, being interviewed by, like, FBI agents, like, Oh, where'd you come from? I yeah, come the from kind Earth. Of the I one that from... that kid in high school would have tried to show us to be like, look, it's real! Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, it, it makes a really interesting theory, like, yeah, that, that aliens aren't real per se, but they're like from have you, the future. Have you heard the uh, the Coast to Coast AM Area 51 call? No. Okay, so back in the 90s, and still to this day, there's a talk show on AM radio called Coast to Coast. And one night, uh, the co- or the uh, the host of Coast to Coast, <laughs> I'm going to be tripping over my words here, uh, got a call from a dude who was saying, oh, you know, I'm not going to have much time, they're on me, they're going to find me and trace back the call and they're going to shut me down. Uh, what we call aliens are actual extra-dimensional beings and they're coming here to wipe us out, and this and that. And the fucked up thing is that the call drops about ten minutes into this guy's rant. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. Dies. <laughs> <laughs> See. Okay. Yeah. That 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 was a really good one. That that made me like really. Hmm. That that's very concerning. It, However, it's there real. was a guy later, later, later came back and was like, "Yeah, it was me. I was just fucking around, you guys." Okay. And he does yeah. an impression, <laughs> but it's not a good impression of the voice. Oh. So it was a little bit of a mystery because obviously that wasn't the guy. Hmm. 
Dude, that's really good. <laughs> uh, but, but real quick, uh, I, we can talk about conspiracies all the time. Um, I just want to continue. I would, love to, I would love to start talking about. Uh, I'd love to start a side project talking about weird shit. I love it so much. Right. <laughs> um. Uh. So yeah, that that was. I'm done with Tiger King. It's really good. <laughs> we got from Tiger King to fucking UFOs. <laughs> um. But yeah. So. Uh, more of my week consisted of uh, completing games that I had now time to play. Um, so, real quick, I- I'm just going to go to the one that's more easier to explain. I, I played and finished Doom Eternal. Um, nice, did you enjoy it? I did. I loved every moment of it. Um, a lot of people have concerns over the difficulty. I just pull out the Dark Souls card. That shit was it's hard, but if you're good it's at it, meant you can get to through. be hard. Like, I'm completely in agreement with you that games like Doom Eternal don't need a fucking easy mode. Right, right. I, I've seen people who've done, I think, uh, 10 hours worth of game, and they, they played that game long. So, it's like, if they can do it, you can do it. If you got a problem <laughs> with the difficulty, it does an easy button. You know that, right? There's an easy mode. Even hard in that uh, game, for what people don't see, isn't even that hard. But it's like the same amount of difficulty, only you move fast. So, I, I don't know what to tell you. They, they pretty much made a game that anyone can play. So, uh, I don't know. Um, but it, it's, it's, uh, Can I go off on my like little tangent here? I know I've been doing this a lot. Yeah, no problem. I fucking hate people who say, Oh, this game needs an easy mode, blah, blah, blah. It's like... I'm not against games having an easy mode, but there are games out there that are not meant for, and this is going to make me sound like a fucking neckbeard, that are not meant for, like, a casual, you know, sit down and play. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. It's not meant for that. It's meant for you to sit there and bang your head against it until you finally win. Exactly, yeah. Like, it, 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 it's like, um, okay, obviously, we're not the type of people to play, like, 2K games. You know, what the fuck it, you talking about? I play FIFA. I don't even look <laughs> at EA games, so I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I have been wanting to. I have been wanting to play FIFA. I have also. You remember that fucking uh, that game I sent you? That it's like, what if Kojima made truck game? I want to buy that actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, yeah. If it's not in the mainstream, I think we're probably or. Well, let, let's talk about what is like for people who aren't in the uh, gaming. Are we world. getting Are we getting philosophical here? Yeah. Well, I'm, I, I I like to I talked to many people about this. It um Call of Duty and stuff like that. That that's that mainstream of like I I'm not the type. I haven't played Call of Duty since uh fucking Black Ops Two. So, or you should play Modern Warfare. It's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pe- people tell me to play that and get back into it. Battle Royale's really fun in that game. Right. And it- it's going to probably be a while before I even actually get to that point. But, <laughs> like, I- I'm playing other games. Uh, for uh, for casual, for me, it's like playing, like, uh, Doom. It's like playing, uh, uh, like, basic games, like, from Kojima, like, uh, Capcom games and stuff like that. That's that's my casual and stuff like that. Uh-huh. 
but like I forget there are people who don't consider that casual. So, so. there are people who would like look at you sideways if you said you know Konami. Like, what the fuck is a Konami? Right. <laughs> is, is that the fucking Yu-Gi-Oh people? Or, <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently yes. <laughs> Fuck Call of Duty. My homies only like Family Guy the video game. <laughs> um. So yeah, and uh, yeah. So Doom is just like not that part of the normal person. Like, variety. I don't know. I feel like every. I feel like I. You could say Doom Eternal, and people would know what the fuck you're talking about. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you say Doom, everyone knows. Um. But like, um. If we're talking like, if you're not used to that type. If it, but it's just basic anyways, too. It's run and shoot, run and shoot. If yeah. That's not... I don't know what to say after that, so yeah. No, if we're talking, <laughs> we're not if we're talking like... If we're talking like Sekiro, a game where you have to become the Shinobi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that, that's that's the difficult. Casuals yeah. away. <laughs> that's... <laughs> that anyway, I categorize that. Anyway, let's... So. Do Maternal. Do, do Maternal, okay. Uh, environment... It's really great. Uh, you have like three different vi environments going on. You got like Hell on Earth. You have Ancient um, Knights Templar world because they go into the story about like how uh, Doom Guy is from like this race that uh, are demon hunters and stuff like that. Of fucking course, that's awesome. But he fucking got <laughs> kicked out because they he was either too much for them or he wasn't with their like whole creed. So I fucking love the idea of an ancient society of demon killers getting together and be like, that dude is fucking mental. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I I, kill, I love killing demons, but that guy loves killing demons. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's a little too into it, guys. <laughs> I, I, I think I saw him coming out of the shower with a full erection talking about Demon overlords. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's so cool seeing a different side of Doom Guy or Doom Slayer, and he's just—he—he he, is—he he, we eventually get to a point where we actually hear his voice and stuff like that, and it's exactly no what you think way. it he is. Speaks? Yeah, yeah, he speaks. <laughs> what does he sound like? Is he like a cool guy, or is he like, "Hi, I'm Doom Slayer"? Rip and tear. Big guts. So that guy, it. yeah. I love it. Uh. <laughs> so he's what BJ Blazkowicz should have been in the new games, uh, the new Wolfenstein games. <laughs> yeah. He is I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm really on New Wolfenstein this week because I've been watching New Wolfenstein because my friend was like, ah, it's pretty good. And I'm like, well, I can't buy it. I gotta get into Wolfenstein. Like, I gotta go. No, no. Okay, so let me summarize it up for you. Nazis bad. I'm gonna whisper about childhood and be really cryptic and blah 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 blah. And that's oh it. <laughs> that that in the second in in the new Colossus they have a pregnant woman dual wielding machine guns bathed in blood naked shooting at a Nazi. Uh huh. And her children do turn out to be retarded, so I guess they kind of consider the, the 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 consequences of that. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> And Did you hear what happened to the soundtrack of Doom Eternal, or were you done? I heard some people... I heard there was, like, a controversy of people saying, Yo, um, I, I don't care for this, like, uh, 
soundtrack. This soundtrack is horrible. And people are saying, okay, boomer. That's, that's all I know about it. If that's what you're talking Who about. Who the fuck is responding, okay, boomer? Like, like, no, 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 like, I heard, like, some, some dude, like, I was on Twitter, and, uh, somebody had, uh, gone to detail about why Doom Eternal is, has a bad soundtrack, it's nothing but, uh, they, Okay, so yeah, I follow the same thing, they're right, the official release of the soundtrack is awful, because it was mixed by somebody at Bethesda. Oh, hmm. Mick Gordon didn't get to mix but, like, four or five of the tracks. I... And it really shows. Because the tracks that they used, uh, the only thing they fear is you is mixed by Doom Gordon. And you can tell because the musical instruments aren't fighting over the space. Everything has its own, like, peaks and valleys and stuff. Whereas if you took, like, the rest of the soundtrack that was mixed by... Probably the fucking marketing guy at Bethesda. It's a flat line all across the waveform. And that's usually due to compression. And compression means that everything kind of got... You know, like they took the, the loud notes down, they brought the other notes up, the quiet notes up. So it just sounds really shitty and samey. Hmm. See, I, di I didn't even notice it when I was playing the game. I guess I was just too focused on playing Oh no, you wouldn't, itself. because it was for the original yeah. release of the soundtrack. Okay. Like yeah. on Spotify and shit, or like the, the album they're gonna put out to people who want to buy it. See, yeah. So that... they fucked it up and tried to charge people for it. Hmm. I hate Bethesda. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, it, Bethesda again dipping their fingers in, in this game. Can I even ruin it? It's still good in my yeah. Like soundtrack. Oh, no, still. Otherwise, the soundtrack. Yeah. I, I fucking listened to this song, uh, The Only Thing They Fear Is You. Yeah. Like, 50 times? <laughs> right, right, right. I, I, I did hear that part. That one's um, <laughs> But, yeah. Uh, other than that, yeah, that that's pretty much all I've got to say about uh, Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal is great. And if I said any more, it would go into spoiler territories. Uh, let's just say, like, he has a reason just to kill everything in sight. <laughs> <laughs> is it what I'm thinking it is? It um, depends on what you're thinking. What, what are you uh, thinking? <laughs> here comes Peter Cottontail. Uh, no, 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 no. no Holy no. shit! They dumped that. Th he, that thing is in there, but it, it's not the, the main. I know reason. the rabbit's in there, but like, yeah. Well, no, like outside of like the actual characters. Not like, they've made models in it, it's like a Easter egg. You can find <laughs> that rabbit in every map. Alright. <laughs> so, but it, it's not dead, so therefore... It, I think from what um, the timeline they have it for is, uh, Doom Guy had it in a cage, and then it got loose. And it's just oh. hopping all over the world and stuff like that. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, there's nothing Doom Guy can do because too busy ripping and tearing dodge <laughs> Have you seen uh have you seen those awful fan arts of Isabel from Animal Crossing and Doom Guy? Yes. They're I all... hate it. Really? Yeah, I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> What's wrong with it? To me it's it's just... I get what they're going for. I do. It's just I don't 
something just doesn't sit. I get sick and tired of seeing it on Reddit. I guess I o I overexpose myself to it on fucking Reddit. Well, then there's your problem. I, I've I've only seen like every now and then. I just think it's hilarious and cute. But <laughs> other than that, I just it is what it. It's just like um, I get what they're like making a joke of. Like tough exterior has a soft inside. <laughs> I, you know what? If like um, they want to put Doom Guy in, uh, um, if they want to put Doom Guy into like Smash, I and just for that. a good reason like that, I'd be down. <laughs> but Doom Guy and Smash would fucking kick ass. Yes, <laughs> I would. I would buy Smash just for that alone. I'm already gonna go go into Smash. Like, but I, I'm taking a while because I keep getting bothered by. This. And I'm like, I'm going to take my time, and I'm just going to wait. It's not like Smash is going anywhere anytime soon. <laughs> they they still haven't. They they just came out with like another Fire Emblem game, so or that was like a couple months ago. But still, though, no. <laughs> I'm it's not going anywhere. But um, who who are your favorite or who who are your Smash picks? Like, who do you want to be in Smash? Okay, that's a good question. Uh, because we already got Sans Undertale. Yeah, because that, that it, it's like, it, it, it can go anywhere. It, they said it's only got to be video game characters. Like, strictly. So I'm going to go, my, my top five are Arthur Morgan, Master Chief. <laughs> um, uh, not Big Boss, but Raiden. I feel it would be really cool. Okay. Hmm. That's a good Dante one. from Devil May Cry. Oh, and... yeah. And... Fuck. What would be my fifth? I kind of rounded out. Uh, Crash Bandicoot. Okay. That, okay, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. DMC, uh, like, like Dante from Devil May Cry, because he's already earned, earned that spot. He's earned that spot at this point. It doesn't matter. Um, I uh, here's what I don't want, real quick. I don't want Sora from Kingdom Hearts. Sora? <laughs> I, I don't Why? want his ass in there. Because <laughs> he's Disney. Do you want Disney and Smash? No, he's Sque he's Squeenix. He's not Disney. He's the Squeenix side of Kingdom Hearts. I don't. They, they put a fi another Final Fantasy character. I fuck. <laughs> I actually fucking despise Kingdom Hearts. I don't know why. <laughs> I watched I watched the entire Oni Play series of it. And I'm just like, who the fuck likes this garbage? It doesn't like ten year olds. People who has the eyes of nostalgia. And I'm gonna shit on them real quick. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm sorry. We're about, tint, we're about to tint those rose-colored glasses brown. Right. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'm sorry. It, it, you know what? I, I'm going to say what, what my problem with Kingdom Hearts. I'm just gonna leave it. My problem with Kingdom Hearts is you can't have a character go. I can't believe my whole village got wiped out just like that by my own brother, and then Goofy fucking comes in. Gorge, Sora! I feel bad, bro! <laughs> Family dying! <laughs> we should go and kill all the dark ones! <laughs> like. And then Donald Duck is just. <laughs> exactly! I, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I, it's just the Disney part really gets in the way. I think the entire thing is just kind of gay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh man, it, it, and it's like it, it's so weird. Uh, I, I don't care for 
It is it is definitely the weirdest game series to exist. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's coming from a guy who likes Yakuza and fucking David Cage games. Yeah. That's that's just like serious things getting weird moments. This is just every part of it is weird. <laughs> and people try to explain to me the whole thing of Kingdom Hearts. I get fucking lost. I'm like, well, I, you got the heartless, and you got the darkness, and, uh, you know, you got the light, and you got... And then Goofy comes in and says, hey, quit being a little faggot. And then fucking time travel comes in, and then uh, darkness. And then when you walk away, please don't hear me say, <laughs> So we're gonna do different versions of that. We're gonna do Puppet's version. We're gonna do, um, uh... Billy Eilish version, I don't know. A Billy Eilish version of Simply Clean. Oh. Oh. Okay, so we need to get on Fiverr right after this and find a Billy Eilish impersonator. Yeah. I want this. Oh, man. And mix it oh. just like a Billy Eilish song and release it to the public just out of nowhere and be like, hey, guess what? New Kingdom Hearts game got Billy Eilish. <laughs> uh, Billy Eilish should be in Smash. Uh, uh, but yeah, <laughs> other really good Smash make. Um, uh, Dune Slayer, yes. Um, oh, yeah. I'm not too keen on Master Chief. He can be in there if he. Jumped, ha- he would have to use an energy sword. That'd be his yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe even Arbiter. I- I- I'd be okay with that. Arbiter would be fucking lit. Right. Um, uh, Tony Hawk. <laughs> Tony Hawk, <laughs> and, and, and they have to have this uh, uh, fucking Goldfinger soundtrack. You, your your final smash is a fucking nine hundred. <laughs> Here I am, do it all. But did it now, Superman? Oh, but yeah, uh, you can't. Uh, I don't know. Like other than that. It's kind of going to go into Mickey status. Cause, well, you can have a murderer, apparently. You can have people who've actually murdered human beings. Uh, apparently, because oh? you got to keep it PG. And you also can't have sexuality. Even though Bayonetta's in there. Which makes no sense. Bayonetta's in there. <laughs> uh, Toad is in there. A very sexual character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about the comparisons about those two, but okay. <laughs> yeah, you fucking look at that little mushroom cap and you tell me you don't just want to rip it off. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm more of a He hides I, That's the head of his penis is under that hat. <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking... Well, they can't have murdered a person then, yeah? Yeah, uh, that I think... That means we can't have Leon from RE4. Yeah, uh, I guess Resident Evil. Wait characters. a fucking minute! No, that they Solid count. Snake they is count. In. Huh? Solid Snake and Big Boss are both in fucking Smash. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Okay, well then. Hmm. <laughs> because they have murder people. No. You can't tell me that. Oh, well, they're just the non-lethal version. Because Big Boss canonically is a fucking monster. The rules are very hypocritical. Especially Fuck when it. you have Bayonetta there. <laughs> Fuck it, Dallas from Payday 2. <laughs> so, so, okay. Revolver Ocelot is kinda in Smash, but it's a trophy. Um, 
you can do, I, I don't know, what, what would be a good pick? I guess, uh, Psycho Mantis? I don't know. I was going to say Jacket from Hotline Miami would be a fun one. He could work. He could work, but <laughs> I think that, that'd be too bloody and dark. They probably well, no, the fun, <laughs> just tone it down a little bit. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess you could do those like two top characters from uh, that one uh, platinum game. I think it was called uh, uh, Asshole Chains. Yeah, I played that. <laughs> so, yeah, the, that clearly it's, it's why doesn't Nintendo hire people like us to figure out what they're gonna do with Smash? It's a miracle they don't listen to gamers because we just come up with the best idea. <laughs> right. It, 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 it's like they've heard this. It's like they haven't heard this for decades. What is I this? want... Uh, okay, what's your next Smash pick? You're going to make a big one. This is, we're going to announce it at E3. I pick fucking uh, an Ewok from Star Wars. <laughs> it, it's... Uh, uh, I, I'm gonna, my money is uh, uh, the fucking... God, Godzuki. It's gonna be Godzuki. <laughs> Can't be Godzilla. It's gotta be Godzuki. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, that that was top ten slash six. Blah blah blah. So hey, uh, we're gonna real quick uh, zoom movies and stuff like that. Uh, I'm gonna skip over Division Two. I don't need to talk about Division Two. I played, I played to the best where I can go, and I think that update is that it's still fun. It's still fun, yes, but I, right. I, I suck at a uh, very boss part. I can't get that. So I, I, I need help. I need help. <laughs> I need someone to help my head. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, fucking, yeah, Division 2. Um, I finished Death Stranding, and... Um, Princess Beach. Yeah, Princess Beach. <laughs> that made me so fucking mad. <laughs> I, I said it. I said it once. I can't remember if I said it on here. Death Stranding feels like Kojima locked himself in a room with a fucking pound of marijuana and a pencil. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what his original thing was going to be for uh, for uh, Silent Hill, but. I hope to God it wasn't bad. But other than that, I just feel good. I just feel good. I'm just glad I'm done with it. It's so fucking long. I just skipped over like helping other people, like uh, reading like um, different things. So I gotta go back eventually, and we'll get like uh, like other LPs. Like I I've seen ones where they've actually read some like the articles and stuff like that. Um, but. Fucking, uh, so far, is um, I, I saw the cool thing that uh, Hardman does. Uh, Hardman, Die Hardman does. Um, die, yeah, okay, that's a cool thing. He, he, he does, he does his thing, that's cool. <laughs> uh, um, coming in live off the presses, we have breaking news. Uh, the Naughty Dog Twitter just posted this. Uh, we know the last few days have been incredibly difficult for you. We feel the same. It's disappointing to see the release and sharing of pre-release footage from development. Do your best to avoid spoilers, and we ask that you don't spoil it for others. Oops. Oh. <laughs> the that Last of Us Part 2 will real. be in your hands soon. No matter what you see in here, the final experience will be worth it. Naughty dog. Uh, I say fuck you. And fight me. So that shit was real. Cool. 
<laughs> Thanks. Um, this isn't this isn't me ruse cruising about uh, Joel turning himself into a pickle. <laughs> it's funny, Ellie. The funniest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> I swear, it's the funniest damn thing I ever seen. <laughs> Why the hell did that come become? A full circle popular meme all of a sudden. Dutch, <laughs> you're not gonna believe it. I was in San Denis and this sciencey feller, well, he comes up to me and he says, Boy, watch this. And <laughs> Dutch, oh, you ain't gonna believe this. <laughs> boy turned himself into a pickle. <laughs> Funniest shit I ever seen, Dutch, I tell you. <laughs> my favorite one is I think it was one where it was uh, um, uh, it was Big Boss in a caravan with uh, uh, <laughs> the main villain from uh, Metal Gear 5 he's he was... sitting there with his face <laughs> and he's like yeah. and he turned himself into a pickle <laughs> <laughs> My my favorite has to be the fucking the Half Life Two one, you know the uh, Overwatch uh, anti citizen activity. Uh, he appears to have turned himself into a pickle. Over <laughs> anti citizen goes by Pickle Rick. Over funniest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> oh man, uh, what that that uh, congratulations on them making it. They finally twice. managed to make that joke land to just not the way that they thought they were going to. <laughs> right. Oh, speaking of uh, Rick and Morty, um, you you saw that fucking commercial spot where Justin Rowland's got a new show on Hulu, right? Uh huh. Yeah. So I'm guessing he got tired at on like long gaps in Rick and Morty. Adult Swim. <laughs> so he goes to a different network and he's like, "Hey, can I make my show? But like over here." Right. Is that a thing I can do? Hey, I can't knock them and stuff like that. So, I, if it's if it has the same feeling as like you seen like Dog World or what that would have been, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If it has the same feeling as that, I don't really want to see what that goes. The Dog World. Have you seen? Like ball, uh, have you seen the pilot for Smiling Friends yet? Yes, I have. Uh, Shout out to <laughs> Zach. I and... fucking that needs to be a show. Yes. I, I hope Adult Swim picks up. And so far, they've uh, they've been doing like uh, seeing all the like fan artworks for it and stuff like that, and it, they might get picked up just for that. I heard, I saw the tweet that was like, "We hear what you're saying. We're thinking it too, and we're trying." Fucking a yes! Finally, one of us is in there. <laughs> <laughs> one of these fucking disgusting uh, little goblin creatures from the internet has finally made it to the big time. Uh, there you go. <laughs> and, and you know what? He, he he has proven time and time again that he can go in there. Cause you, if you think about every video that's like uh, Zach has done, it has hit millions. Hey, do not oh. touch the jewel, child. <laughs> yeah. It is the source of my power. I will die. <laughs> okay, let me say. His most popular one is the get out of my car one. I've seen that on fucking television. You're not to yell at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, but uh, yeah, it's so cool. And, like, even I still think about like Skyrim and that thing. Like, um, the, the fucking <laughs> if you say that joke one more time, <laughs> I'm going to kill you. 
you future fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, we, I, good for him. It's great. Okay, so a bit of trivia. Uh, I think I'm right when I say this. Oni animated the fucking dancing character on the TV. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has to be because it looks just like one of his weird 3D renders he posts on Instagram all the time. Yes. <laughs> he said he was working in 3D a little bit just to have like um uh see what he could do with that. Well, and, yeah, he he's made a game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Duh. Yeah. Forgot about that. That looks. <laughs> it looks really fun. Fucking um. And uh, it, between Zack, Oni, and Ricefire, uh, they seem to be like the ones that really have done gotten really know. far. In this. Um, Ding Dong and Julian from Oni these plays are making their own game. Uh, really, Tomar has been in like a couple things. Oh, okay. I, see, I, I probably haven't looked in their direction. Like, and Spat, you got to start watching Oni again. Oni okay, this is such a good fucking YouTube channel. Uh, like, Spazkid interacted with Chris Chan. Okay. He's interacted with Chris Chan. <laughs> On multiple <laughs> occasions, in fact. That's the highlight of his life. He doesn't need to go any higher. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Like, I, I have seen the one they did with uh, Eagleraptor, or I, I guess Game Grumps. Um, uh-huh. uh, they did the one with the Simpsons, and I bawled my <laughs> eyes out laughing. Because <laughs> just them go. Uh, uh, Doing like really good impressions of Simpsons characters. Hilarious. <laughs> I go get extra money. <laughs> <laughs> Funny stuff. Um, so, yeah. Uh, finishing up. What was I talking about? Yeah, Death Stranding. Yeah. Um, um, it's a miracle in... you managed to keep remembering because I'm drawing a blank every time you go, where were we? <laughs> yeah, no, like, it, it's kind of really hard to stay on track. But, you know, once we go into a tangent, it just goes on. It's kind of more interesting than the actual thing, so, 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 so. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm so happy to be done with Death Stranding, and I don't know if I want a sequel. I don't. Know. <laughs> it's kind of like another uh, PlayStation exclusive game where you don't really think it needs a sequel. Hmm. I I, want, I just want Konami to uh, able to get under and then Kojima to get his properties back to do what he needs to do. If I you... think uh, Konami needs to sell their game division to Sony is what I think needs to happen. Yeah. The, the, the strand type idea is really uh, interesting. Don't okay. get me wrong. I'm gonna I'm gonna give a nuclear take here. Uh, the strand game is just Dark Souls without good combat. Yeah, yeah, I I completely agree. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm so glad that I'm not the only person who thought about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to say it's the first time strand game is not. It is overdoing it. Like, calm down. But uh, yeah, I. I I don't. I don't know. I don't. I'm not. A- after knowing what the ending is, I already knew that Sam was like BB, uh, or like uh, the the ghost soldiers, like BB back in the day. It, yep. it makes sense. <laughs> so uh, it, it wasn't a surprise when I actually saw it. So, in my opinion, I still I, think Mads Mikkelsen 
smoking a cigarette is like the single most attractive thing I've ever seen in my life, and you can fight me about it. Oh no, Clifford, that and that character is really cool, legit. <laughs> uh, but just I don't know. It, it, the entire game, unless like, I think you have to have played it all in one sitting to really have had that impact. Right. Because yeah. to me, it feels like if you suffer through the journey with Sam, you're gonna get the same impact. Yeah. You yeah. have the luxury of stopping. Like, I played uh, Modern Warfare 2019 in basically what was two sittings, so I was really impacted by that game on a level that I didn't think others were. Yeah. And I think... I don't think Death Stranding's overly complicated as an idea. I just think it's a game that has a specific time and place, and if it doesn't hit you, it doesn't hit you. Right. Exactly. Uh, like, definitely, like you said, I, I hadn't, like, really sat down uh, consecutively to play that game and feel, like, relief that I, I've gotten to a certain point and I, I did the things that I need to do. Like, eventually I was trying to, like, grind and try to make road systems and stuff like that throughout the whole mm -hmm. game and stuff like that to make traveling easier. But then I realized it's sort of, like, useless. I might as well just keep on going. And like watch my way through, <laughs> and the and people I've seen like work extremely to the point in which they built all the roads, they built zip lines for themselves to make it so much easier. And they once you get that satisfaction of delivering all those fucking pizzas for the cyclists, you just feel like I did this shit. I can finally <laughs> move on. And that's what it is at the end of the day. It's a long, hard game. That gives you a, a comp uh, it makes you feel whole when you finally get everything done. Mm -hmm. so, Almost connected yes. with yourself. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, high five. five. Single five. <laughs> what do you think about the, uh, the soundtrack? The licensed music in particular. The licensed? Oh, very beautiful. I'm not gonna. Uh, Low Roar is one of those bands that I've been trying to get people to listen to for a very long fucking time, and it's impossible. So yeah. I'm really glad that they're in this game because a bunch of people are gonna be like, hey, that's pretty good. Yeah, no. <laughs> and they played during the times of, like, really long travel. Like, when you get to the next chapter of this late place, the game knows that you went through, like, hell just to get through here. They play that song and I'm like, oh, congratulations! Now it's just a walk of here. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if you just complete like the first time when you take the president's body to the incinerator. It's literally congratulations by Post Malone. <laughs> I'd fucking scream. I'd hate that. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> says you are better now. Better now. No. <laughs> I actually like Post. This is, this is a bit of a this is a bit of an out thing for me, but I really fucking like Post. Yeah, no, look, he's really. I think we talked about this. Yeah, 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 we talked about this. Dude is very although, talented. Although I found I've I found somebody I kind of like a little bit more. His name's Shakewell. He's a big fat white guy who makes rap music. He's really good. Oh, that's you gotta yeah. listen. To. It's See, really good. That um, well, wow. big rappers um that I, I find. Interesting is I think Rag and Bell pretty interesting. He's got like real good vocals. Um, uh, but uh, other than that, like I haven't 
really been like the circle of music I've been into is just like non vocal stuff. It's like, just to get my Scott head fan? Huh? Are you a Travis Scott fan? Yeah, no. Did you know he did a fucking way. did you know he did a fucking Fortnite event? Yeah, he did a concert in quotation. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. We're, we're at the point now where like pod people is becoming a reality. <laughs> I guess we're just gonna have uh, our next uh, concerts just through video games. I would I'm fine with that. A, I'd love to go to a, a fucking like some history indie concert in like World of Warcraft or something. Right. Yo, let's uh, play our metal band Call of Duty. Like also, I know I'm gonna sound like a racist for saying this, but Travis Scott's Fortnite model looks like Obama with fucking dreads. <laughs> um yeah so yeah uh De death stranding okay game but i i just i don't, I don't need to tell anymore about uh, it it's just one of those games where i i i'm happy for kojima but at the same time i, I just i just want to move on uh but Hopefully he'll have better games going forward that aren't like this. Yeah. Uh -huh. So I'm I'm split uh, again. I'm split. This is so yeah. Um, after that, uh, I ended this kind of uh, week watching uh, Parasite because it was on Hulu. Um, Brian, that movie is good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like. Yeah, Parasite's really fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> 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 fucking. I was going into this thinking, oh, it, it's gonna be like um, some weird like uh, drama slash comedy um, type thing, and it, it sort of has some comedy uh, uh, points in it, but it gets dark in, in this like movie, and then it hits a certain threshold where you're uh, going from, oh, <laughs> they they finally got what they needed to get, oh, oh no, there's so much more to this than I thought it was, and then it oh, goes. Yeah, no. If you pay attention, the movie is, like, loaded with symbolism. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. And and you can definitely see why it won an Oscar. And I'm like, why did this win an Oscar? I never even... I thought people wouldn't even go see this. But then... <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah. Uh, it, people I have seen it in theaters and stuff like that. And they told me, yeah, seeing it in theaters is ten times better. I'm like, oh my god. And, um, it, it hits a point in which uh, you find out something amazing about characters that you didn't know, and then you find that both families are technically parasites. I won't explain yeah. why, okay. but so yeah. can we can we go into deep analysis here? Because I I did notice something. Okay, okay, okay. Well, then full spoilers. If you haven't seen Parasite, go see it. Uh, but the spoilers right now. Uh, come the back fucking in. the the <clears throat> motif with smell. I thought was the weirdest goddamn thing. Yes. I was sitting there watching, I'm like, what on earth are they talking about? Like, oh, you know, different smell. It makes so much sense now, though. Because even after all the shit he goes through, and the family goes through, they're never going to be able to wash the smell of poverty off of them. Exactly. Because, <laughs> yeah, no, they, they never had, like, a good, uh, clean shower before. Um, they, they still live in that rundown apartment. It's just 
the only thing that's changed is uh, the amount of food that goes into there. But he just and you know um, that and you could see why that broke down on like the father himself because mm-hmm. he even though he tries so hard to be a better person and stuff like that, he ends up meeting someone who just makes himself feel trash and stuff like that. And then eventually uh-huh. he just goes crazy and goes uh, tries to kill the rich father and stuff like that. And that shit really was interesting because after the movie and stuff like that, I just questioned why did he kill the father? Why did he kill the father? Oh, and someone, like, someone bro- broke it down for me and stuff like that. Why he could have mm-hmm. killed the father. You can go with taking that in any other way possible, too. He could have killed the father just because he got his daughter in that situation or something like that, or he was just in the moment. But, yeah, it's so artistic, this movie. Also, I didn't really notice the ending coming out of anywhere in particular. It did feel a little weird. Yeah. That family kept in the fucking basement and just breaks out and... Like I'm, I, I'll admit, I didn't really pay attention while watching it, and then I went back and watched an analysis on it to kind of make up for what I missed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the ending did seem to come out of nowhere. But that's right. cool. I like it. It was shocking, and I. It's the second time in my life where a movie's made me go, "Oh fuck me!" Like, yeah, because <laughs> you you think this is gonna end? Because uh, the way they were planning to conceal the fact that that family was down there or something like that. You think this is all gonna work out. He's just gonna go ahead and just, like, uh, kill this person. It's just gonna be in the back of their mind that they did something so dark. and But they'll eventually get caught and get arrested. But it turns into so much, like, it, he ends up failing and fucks up trying to kill um, uh, the uh, guy down the basement and stuff like that. He fucking comes out he fucking um, kills the sister, um, and it goes from zero to a hundred real quick. And I usually, I rarely use that word. <laughs> so, and <laughs> it's so fun. This movie was, and I, I really want more people to really look at other like uh, movies like this and like not have the cultural difference in like language and like sort of just like oh. Because this is the first movie where it's uh, from uh, out of uh, like Korea and stuff like that that just came uh, popular over here. So yeah, it is very interesting. So I, I cannot wait uh, to see more from this director and seeing him like get that Oscar was just a heartwarming. So <laughs> yeah, that that's my whole thing. Parasite, fucking cool ass movie. Can't wait. I'm trying to remember that fucking, uh, that Korean movie I saw a really long time ago, and it was about, like, ah, shit, I'll get back to you on that, but it was yeah. another really good Korean movie that I just absolutely loved. I think I talked about it Hmm. the show where we first mentioned Parasite. Anyway. But, yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, not gonna, I'm not gonna hold things up while I Google it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, then, uh. That's pretty much my whole week. Other than that, I I started going into Dungeons and Dragons more, and yeah, oh, having fun there. Fun. Yeah, <laughs> I I pulled out a character I made in college, uh, called Caleb the Cool Conjurer. In all case, 
<laughs> and he, he is a wizard who wants to someday become a a, a grand dragon wizard. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, the, the funny thing part about it, he's actually black. He, he thinks all humans are equal. The whole human race is equal. But he just hates those dirty little half so, <laughs> so yeah, it's been fun having like uh, uh, being with these group of people with like different forms of like uh, comedy. I, I uh, like dark comedy and stuff like that. I go like hard racist comedy and stuff like that. Some people are like, um, my uh, dream is to kill all like uh, uh, anime because anime was a mistake, and then. <laughs> Um, we have another person who's like a, um, she, she's like a nun or something like that, and she just loves killing, even though she's a nun. It, it's mm-hmm. fun. Uh, I haven't had, like, I've never played, like, real, real D&D, uh, since the first time in college, and it was just, like, very short, because we ended up doing a campaign where we killed a bunch of children. That was, like, really <laughs> <laughs> but... But yeah, I'll probably like talk more about D and D like in the future, maybe I don't know, Cause, or even like do something more D and I don't know. It, it, it was fun. I know how I see it. We have a very good dungeon master who has like a good like storyline. Uh, like, is your is your DM it, actually yeah. like writing stuff down? Yes, he's actually okay, good, writing because things. my DM was making shit up off the top of his head, and it was. Great, I'm not gonna knock him, but like, it would have been better if the guy had an actual, you know, plot in mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that helps more. Like, it, it's cool if you're like really good at improvising. Like, but if you're not really good at it, you should probably not do. It. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that it's very fun. Um, the D and D stuff in this quarantine, especially doing it over Discord. So. You know, um, it, it, you know what? And I've even thought about like uh, every now and then, like inviting new people onto it. Uh, and, uh, eventually, Ryan, if you if you want to, I can like set out something in D D. But but I don't That'd know. You like sick. But <laughs> the, the the schedule is like very inconsistent, so we'll definitely mm-hmm. do something like on D D like in the future. So. Okay, so I found the name of that movie I was looking for. It's called The Wailing, and I just wanted to make sure that I got that out because it was going to kill me if I didn't say it. Continue. Well, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. D- nothing else, just being the spot. All right. Um, cool. And then, uh, as for news, the only thing in news I have to say, because I'm done, like, because we're, like, almost near three hours, um, PS, uh, the new PS5 came out, or the PS5 control, what well, Nice, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it, it looks interesting, nonetheless, but... i just been sitting around with other people. We've just been looking at this thing, and we've just been, uh... We're just so curious of, like, uh... What the feeling of this controller is. It looks really light, but it's very similar to the Xbox controller, so it's gotta be heavy. So they kept yeah. the arguably the two worst features, the fucking touchpad and the light bar, the PS4 controller. I have no need for that touchpad. I don't know why we. The light bar is neat. I'll give it that. It's not necessary, but it's pretty. You know, 
Yeah. It's pretty cool. I like it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, maybe that's their way of saying, like, I had an interesting theory, like, I, they said that Xbox and uh, Sony were just going to, like, uh, come together with something. Homogenize. <laughs> so maybe cross, like, controllers, maybe? They could be used in both PS5 and Xbox One? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, it, it's a very interesting detail. It's way different from, like, the other PS, uh, Sony controllers. Hey, uh, we'll see what happens. You know, it's too early to make determination of whether it looks bad or feels bad. You have to actually physically touch. So yeah, like uh, when the uh, Sony or, or oh, sorry, like when the Switch uh, controllers came out, I knew my fingers were way too big for those controllers. <laughs> and, and not yeah, having no, one, Switch Switch uh, Joy Cons are like tiny. Yeah, no. Holy shit. <laughs> And having one, um, finally getting one, you eventually uh, uh, think, yeah, I was fucking right the first time. <laughs> so, there, and I don't know how people even take the Joy-Cons off the controller and still play it. Like, people actually buy, like, actual, like, controller sets that you buy, and they still work functionally, like, during Smash and, and Smash. Nobody actually wants to play with the actual Joy-Cons. So yeah, no. Uh, can't wait to see what the PS5 is So that's yeah, all I got to say. I'm sitting here. I got a I got a tab open in Google. I'm watching this fucking Fortnite Travis Scott thing. It's actually pretty fucking neat. It is very interesting from it's what I really saw. It's really neat. It <laughs> makes me wish I was a zoomer and I could enjoy Fortnite. <laughs> and Travis Scott. <laughs> What, what what concert do you want to see in this new virtual world? Oh, could you imagine a fucking uh, a concert done by like Health or fucking Perturbator in like a Hotline Miami themed virtual you know world experience thing? Yes, that is awesome. See, I'm thinking since it makes sense in this new virtual world, just go gorillas. Have the gorilla film. Hell yeah, we can totally have like, <laughs> you know, there's an OnlyFans for a fucking anime character. Yeah, really? Dead huh. fucking serious. There's an OnlyFans for a 3D render of a woman. People are that fucking lonely. Jesus. <laughs> I, I remember that. No, I never knew dating would get that weird on the. It's not dating. It's not dating. It's throwing money at something. To have it acknowledge you, like, once. Yeah. Which Great. is why we here at Something Wicked Podcast do not support simping. Uh, if you do, oh, uh, go fuck <laughs> yourselves. Fucking... Why did that... That simp thing started from, like, regular show, didn't it? <laughs> no, no, no. The word simp didn't come from regular show. However, Mordecai is the biggest simp. Okay. Uh, known to man. <laughs> that, that's what I thought the joke was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, we can go into more sense uh, on a later date, but it, it's it's that calling card time. It's getting late. So, hey, if you want to watch more something with your podcast and you want to email us, you want to go. <laughs> 
to our special email, somethingwithyourpodcast1 at gmail.com. Uh, send us your OnlyFans requests. Uh, send me a dollar and I'll give you a picture of my feet. <laughs> send me two dollars. I will show you pictures of my toe that I lost in the war. <laughs> Ooh. That's spicy. You better jump on that weekend deal. Uh, or I guess week deal. Use your stimulus money to buy foot pictures from us. Uh, yeah. Um, y- use your... If you're not American, I'm sorry. Use your Trump sign What the check. fuck? Specifically Trump sign. <laughs> uh, just to go ahead and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll send more beat pics, more hand pics, more strange limbs that you have never seen before. And we'll send it to you. <laughs> I'll send you a picture of my nuclear radiated testicle. It's got 15 others attached to it. I'll give you a hint. They're not testicles. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. I uh, hope everybody had a good night. I, yeah. I did. I-, I had fun doing this. We'll do more streams in the future. Uh, go ahead and check us out on Something Wicked Podcast. Um, uh, Alright. Twitch.tv slash something wicked stream. Let me get that right. Um, And real quick for an announcement, we are starting to do video game streams. Uh, We, like, last week we did uh, Black Mesa. uh, And we had a good, um, somewhat of a fun time. We're probably going to do that all the way through. And then we'll do other games in the future. Like we said, uh, Last of Us, uh, we'll do something on that. (laughs) <laughs> for what it is, um, <laughs> uh, we'll do uh, that. We'll most definitely do Cyberpunk when that comes out. Absolutely, we'll do Cyberpunk. I was watching a video uh, by a dude who was telling us it was. It's called the uh, the Cyberpunk Ultimate Preview. A lot of good information in that video. I'm super fucking cautiously. I'm not gonna say hyped because that brings bad juju. I'm cautiously optimistic for this video game. Right. Like, please, please don't let my character get beaten to death by a tranny with a golf club. <laughs> I heard something like you. You could be like a hooker protector or something like that. There's oh. a faction that protects sex workers, and people are acting like that's stunning, that's brave. Like pimps aren't a fucking thing already. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm gonna turn that tree. <laughs> exactly. I'm. An, no, I've already decided. I'm gonna be a 100% corpo on my first run. There's no way that your boy isn't going to be a fucking hired corporate killer. Right, no. I'm, I'm going to shake people down with my robotic arm. With, <laughs> with the, thanks to the power of uh, uh, John Wick, my master. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, go, go ahead and check us out on uh, twitch.tv slash something with uh, Wicked Strain. And then uh, check out, obviously, go on uh, Spotify. Uh, we're on. Uh, YouTube and we, we we had a hit a couple views on our last video, which was very weird. Um, but uh, hey, you know the more the merrier. Um, so hey, um, thanks for coming by and um, uh, stay safe out there. It, I know it's a little tough right now, but uh, I'm pretty sure we'll we'll come back. We'll we'll come back like all good. Everybody's gonna be fine. This yeah. is gonna be the end of the world. No. Um, we're all going to be okay. 
Yeah. And the thing that we need to remember is that uh, opening hair salons is okay and we should do it. Please let me do it. Please let me get a fucking haircut. <laughs> uh, don't let your fathers do your hair that in. I'll see you nah, there. dude, for for like 20 seconds today, I was sitting there staring at myself in the mirror with a razor, just like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Yeah, I, I'm just going all caveman at this point. I'm just, I'm just letting it all grow out. <laughs> so, yeah. Alright, I'll see you guys next time on Something Wicked Podcast. Say your goodbyes, Ryan. Everybody, goodbye. And Bye-bye. Do not forget me. Bringing done and then turn off recording next. Oh, yeah, let me do that. <laughs>